What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Always Two. There are a Star Wars discussion podcast. I am Josiah here with my co-host Stephen. Hey guys, what's up? What is up, indeed, ladies and gentlemen? We would like to introduce our uh, newest co-host of the podcast, Brady. Yeah. Um, hi guys, I've been on the podcast before several times. I am now, I guess, a permanent member of this podcast. Brady, we. Uh, we didn't tell you beforehand, but we would like to extend the invitation for yes. you to become a permanent co-host of the podcast. We, we've we had you on as a guest multiple times. And, and every time it's yeah. felt like a much yeah. better conversation. You so improved the conversation last, like, last week. We were just like, so thinking about just seeing if Brady wants to be like just a permanent co-host. Yeah. I would love to. Great. Beautiful. Well, great. Welcome to the podcast. Um, welcome ladies and gentlemen. aboard. For those, of you, for those of you wondering, but what about the title, Always Two There Are? This ruins the whole bit. Well, Brady is my secret apprentice. Every good Sith <laughs> has a secret apprentice, and Steven's been trying to overthrow me since we started. So it all fits the canon. What are you talking about? We already have. Nah, yeah. This is still all mine. Uh, I own all of this. That's what you think. Nope. You don't own all of it. I own that. And that. <laughs> I own two things. I could start a new podcast right now. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Anyway, we are not talking about the line that, or the movie that that line is from. We, we are this week talking about uh, Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, the second canonical fifth released movie in the Star Wars Skywalker saga. When you say fifth released, are you not including the holiday special? I am indeed not including the holiday special, which was a holiday special and not a film. It is a feature length. It's film. feature length holiday special. Brady's sitting here thinking. He's got that have, look. Yeah, I have a problem with that. With what? Just that you the holiday special not being a movie? A feature length. Feature length special. It's not Star Wars Episode Four. It's true. The holiday special. It is Star Wars holiday special. I mean, yeah. Which we will one hundred percent cover. No. We will one hundred percent. I tried to watch that once. Cover. I literally could not get past. We have Chewbacca's to, dad. It, guys. It's it's almost Christmas time. We have no. to watch it. Yeah. We're gonna watch day. the holiday special. Them celebrating Life Day. We're gonna watch. We'll watch a couple of the like the the Lego God, Christmas Star Wars. Literally, there's literally a five minute scene of Chewbacca just sitting there at a Dejaric like board watching holographic dancers. Well, celebrating Life Day. Five minutes. It's it's pretty long. God. It's we're gonna watch the whole it thing. Is pretty bad. I got a buddy that swears by the holiday special and I'm, he is. I also uh, also realized that by making Brady a permanent host of the podcast we now like can't have a co uh, like a guest unless we get eight now fourth mic and that's okay. i mean yeah that's fair but i thought you were gonna say that you couldn't have a guest on now that you have three like you know you have another co-host so like that's not true you can well no guest. but we just don't have the technological capability well, right now we do not have the technology <laughs> anyway ladies and gentlemen this has been i think the longest intro um Cue the in history of the podcast we're going to go ahead and hit the intro music, and... We're back. Nope. All right, let's jump right into it. Um, Brady thought it was funny. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the music will hit right there when we're all laughing. I always love cutting it when we're all like laughing. 
It's okay. a good fade out. Yeah, he hasn't cut anything in a while. Okay. He's got like five episodes. I have college. I am a full-time student now. <laughs> I'm taking accelerated classes, which are stressful. And now I'm taking English, which I'm bad at. But you speak English. Badly. Why do I have to take a class on it then? I don't know. I don't know either. You, I mean, that's not a question for me. College. Anyway. English teachers. This is our episode on Attack of the Clones, and we're going to talk about that movie and not my English college class. Welcome back to the college class podcast. My English professor is like 23 years old. I thought we weren't going to talk about your English class. We weren't, class. but then I remembered another detail <laughs> that I wanted to share with you two. Oh my goodness. Okay, Josiah, what are your general thoughts on this movie? General thoughts? Um, It might, excluding... The sequel trilogy, because we all know those are the bottom three. Yeah. It, I think it might be the worst. Brady and I are both shaking our heads at that bottom three comment. The the sequel trilogy? Oh, the sequels, absolutely. I heard prequels. No, no, no. Yeah, we're talking I, about. Well, I, I, so I did the too. sequels are bottom three. Uh, the sequels are bottom three. They're not even in the list. They're that, the bottom three. Yeah. We will cover them. And we're... Oh, we will, but they're not in the list of official Star Wars. I understand that. Anyway, they have uh, been decanonized. They're yep. bad okay. fan and it's okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, Panther Pudu, um, Panther Pudu, Panther Pudu, Bantha Fodder. Yes. Bantha Pudu. Jedi Pudu. There we go. I took a long time to get there. Mm-hmm. You did. It's okay. It's okay, guys. I'm just a scruffy looking nerf herder. Ugh. You are. Man, thanks. You're welcome. Um. We had a like ten minute conversation about what nerf and nerf hurting was mm-hmm. on one of these episodes that hasn't been oh. released yet. The, those are things. Anyways. Anyway, ah, there it is. Knock it off the bingo card. Um, <laughs> we are talking about Attack of the Clones. The again general thoughts for this movie. I think it is my in terms of like watchability and enjoyment. It is my third because like I just. I just don't appre- I, I I will admit that I do not appreciate the original trilogy in terms of like watchability. I do like respect what they are and what they mean to the saga. But in terms of like pure watchability, I enjoy the prequel trilogy unashamedly. Now granted, it goes Revenge of the Sith in the top, Phantom second, and then Attack. So I will say I think it is the weakest of the three. Because I think it is the peak of what we have talked about Star Wars. The dialogue is never great. This is like the best example of the dialogue not being good. There um, are some pretty bad. Basically, anything with Anakin and Padme is just awful. Awful. It really, it really grinds on you, kind of like sand. <sighs> I hated that almost as much <laughs> as I hate sand. Um, it gets in your shoes. But yeah, it still. It does. It still showed us, like, we see lightsaber fights progress through the the prequel trilogy as, like, the technology progresses as the... (laughs) (laughs) A new challenger approaches. My bad. (laughs) Tisk, tisk. I usually have a silencer. As uh, As the choreography progresses, as they start to learn, like, what... Like, what do we want, like, this style? Because, like, lightsaber fights, like, lightsaber duels has become, like, a, a complete, unique style of combat now. Right. And so, like, they're, like, beginning to define what that looked like um, 
throughout the the prequel trilogy, right? And we see it. It starts off in uh, Phantom Menace, and then my goodness, sorry. No, you're good. Um, co-host problems. Point it, point it at your mouth. <laughs> co-host problems. Um, and then, but yeah. So this one is it's kind of like the middle ground where we see like we see a pretty good lightsaber fight with. Obi Wan, Anakin, and Dooku, and then we see Yoda just go absolutely ballistic. Dude, it, I loved that Yoda scene. Yeah, and so lie. and so like, it does a lot for Star Wars and like starting to show us what, um, like what lightsaber fights like are beginning to look like. This movie gave us the Clone Wars. It did. Like, and we'll get more deeper into all of that when we get to the our last question. But overall thoughts. It's not the greatest. It's not the the best written or any of that, but I do enjoy it. Yeah, I was telling Brady earlier that it's as a contained like as far as its world building go, it's one of the best because mm-hmm. it it does so much yeah, to like actually expand on the world of Star yeah. Wars. But yeah. as a contained story in and of itself, it's pretty weak. Yeah, like the like the overall story, I think, is just kind of like it's whatever. Um, I think it had potential to be great. Like definitely. you could have done Attack of the Clones as like a, like almost a mystery thriller. Like you could have done it as like a who is like, because like the whole Obi Wan arc could have been a genuine like, like something's going on behind the scenes. We don't know what's happening. They could have done more like more of the. Cause right. you, you saw them kind of going in that direction with the they genre, did. with the way that uh, the assassin is. Like she's about to talk and then is killed and then he goes on this like journey trying to find it, but they could have like leaned into that and made the whole movie just a little more interesting from that perspective. I agree, and they could they could have done a lot more with uh, Django Fett. Yeah, and the mystery behind the clones, Camino. Which now that we're talking about it, have you seen all of Tales of the Jedi? Yes. Have you seen it? All? I have not, but. It, it... I haven't had the time. I apologize. Oh, that's valid. Dude, um, no, we're not covering Tales of the Jedi. We're covering Attack of the Clones. Which I but you've seen that. I, I haven't been wanting to be rude and cut off Steven because Steven's been making some good points. But um, I, 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 we'll, we'll I mean, you've been it. making good points too, Josiah. <laughs> no, it's fine. You don't have to but, say it. It's okay. But I do completely 100% agree that out of the six, Attack of the Clones has the best world building. I mean, you get to see the Undercity and the underbelly of Coruscant. Yeah, you get to see I do love that. several bars. I mean, it's the I really reason. thought about it that way. Yeah, you get to see a lot of alien life in this one comparative to the other two movies. Um, yeah. Like, you know, when I, when I... Was average a, Joe people are in this movie. Yeah, when, when, I, uh, when I was a kid, when that bounty hunter gets shot with that Kaminoan dart, I thought that dart like dehydrated all the water in its body. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a shapeshifter. Yeah. Right. You, you know, like, and then the, then the like centipede parasites that she shoots through the window to kill Padme. Yeah. It is interesting. I never really thought about it from a world mm-hmm. building, world building perspective. That, that right there talk. shows you that it, Star Wars is more than just blasters. Yeah. And lightsabers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People and light, utilize, and lightsabers. People utilize, more than just you know a, a blaster from mm-hmm. across the way, and I think that's really well portrayed by Ray in the sequel. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You don't <laughs> don't oh, ruin this. This I'm is supposed kidding. to be enjoyable time. <laughs> yes, is, we're gonna have right. to cover them, guys. I know, and that's why I can just be angry the whole time. And I'm gonna try to play devil's advocate <laughs> the entire time. It, it, it doesn't work. work. It won't work. Um, um, 
I'm going to have to have somebody come the on. The death it. sticks. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Fact that it's like kind of hinting at that. Like there's a m- massive drug trade in all mm-hmm. of star Wars. Like it's a right. major thing that goes on. And, and, right. and it's persistent throughout the whole series too, but it kind yeah, of started the entire with, thing, but it consi- it started in this. And then like it, this movie also brought in, you know, uh, Sifo Dias and, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Count Dooku and how, even though before Dooku was a Sith Lord, um, he was a Jedi master and he worked behind the scenes to do something. And then, you know, this yeah. is the movie you find out that, uh, Kamino was erased from the archives and like that there's something going on here in, in the, in the Jedi temple and the, in the order that, you know, they're not all just following orders that we're yeah. all doing really things. shows that there's like, there's something, it's not just everybody like it's goody two shoes. talking the talk and walking the walk. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's some stuff going on. I think it, yeah. it does like, yeah. Now that I think about it from that perspective, like it does set up, like it sets up a lot. There's like, I think we brought up tales of the Jedi a couple of times. I know you haven't finished it. So this isn't like a spoiler. I think it, we've, We've talked a lot about it. Steven has said something on the podcast a lot that the Star Wars needs to stop going back to the age of the Empire. I agree. Yes. Um, I agree. I think Tales of the Jedi is kind of like the final straw of like, there's no reason to go back to, I think we can play with like kind of the, the Mandalorian and Ahsoka, how that all kind of sits at the end of it and kind of like post Empire, which we haven't seen a lot of. But I think I think they need to touch Sifo Dyas. Oh, I, Tales yeah. of the Jedi needs to have ten seasons. I, I that was one thing I wanted to make point in this episode is I'm still kind of upset that Sifo Dyas has not been touched at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, he's in one of the new canon books. I said new, but quote unquote. But it's there's an explanation. Uh, like he and Dooku were best friends. Mm-hmm. Um. Dooku betrayed him in order to and just used him to get the clones. It was uh, Darth Plagueis. It was like, okay, here's a Jedi Master who is advocating for the creation of a clone army or something, some sort of an army for the Republic to use. He's been advocating for an army for the Republic to use because he's been having visions of some impending war that the Republic will be involved in. Mm-hmm. And the Jedi Council is like, you're crazy. You're an extremist. We don't need it. Yada, yada. And so Plagueis was able to convince Sifo-Dyas under his guise as Hago Damask. He was able to get Sifo-Dyas to go do it secretly. And he, and at this point in time, uh, Dooku had just fallen to the dark side and so the together they went over yeah you can you can hear that I can still hear it <laughs> it's so loud <laughs> yeah okay uh, fan cast uh shingen shingen takra you have, to, you have to tell me who that is. Uh, it might not be his name. I I don't know. Um, he's um, he's that Japanese actor who's in like Forty Seven Ronin, and a bunch of other films. And he's a prof- He's an actual professional swordsman with the katana. Yeah, here I'll, look, right. I'll look him up. Real Can't fast. say that I know who that is. Uh, he's in Forty Seven Ronin. I can't look it up. Can somebody else look it up? 
Anyways, point being, um, just look at the cast of 47 runners aside. <laughs> I think it'd be a good great for. I can't even picture this guy's face. I haven't seen 47 Ronin though, so. I've seen 13 Ronin. It doesn't even. Oh, wait, there it is. Okay. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it's the. Oh, this guy. This guy? Uh, I can't see that picture all the way over there because I'm blind. Yes, him. He would be oh, great. Yeah. He's, I see it. he's Shredder. Yeah, in the new one? <laughs> I haven't seen those. That makes, me, that makes me kind of want to watch it because he's a really... Yeah, Hiroyuki Sanada. He, he's a really good actor. Shredder's one of the only not terrible parts of that movie. And, but he's he's like a... He's, he's like trained in... Yaido. Ki, in Yaido, Bushido, and uh, uh, Kendo, too. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he used... He's like a... He, and he would be great as a live cast for Sifo Dias. Anyways, I, see it. I, I would love to see them play more into the uh, the just the Ronin. Uh, it's from Visions. From Visions, dude, what a great episode! What I'm not, yeah. I, I was not sold on the Afro Samurai. Okay. Style. There was I, some good Visions though. I can't wait for oh, Vision season two. I can't wait for Vision season two. I love that Trigger did a did a episode. That was twins. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Twins. I loved Twins. It was okay. Uh, the I'll, animation style really reminded me of Kill a Kill. Because it's done by the same guy. Yeah. It's done by Trigger. Um, yeah, Kill a Kill, Gurren. Um, uh, Kill a Kill is a great anime. Dude, it's amazing. Steven will tell you that I'm not I'm not well-versed in anime. Uh, you, I do have a list that I'm... That's what, The top of your list should be Gurren Lagann, Kill La Kill, and Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy, Wait, Cowboy Bebop, Bebop wasn't even on his list. You, Cowboy Bebop is on the list. After just, I mentioned it No, 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 no. I just, I just forgot to actually... It was like Cowboy Bebop is the one that's like mm-hmm. in my head, oh, I should watch anime. Cowboy Bebop is the one. Shamurai Shampoo is another one that people have recommended. That's another... Uh, that is the like successor to uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yep. So people have recommended new jobs because of the, like the way I described the like why it's hard for me to get into anime. I get a lot of like movies recommended to me rather than shows yeah. because I don't like when someone's like you should watch One Piece. I'm like really like yeah. That, there's seventeen thousand episodes. I'm like I'm never gonna watch One Piece. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yep. Cowboy Bebop. Understandable. Is, Cowboy Bebop likes one season. Yeah. I can 20, do one season. Twenty four episodes. Twenty four episodes. Kill a Kill is like sixteen. It's not even a full twenty four. Twenty. It's twenty two. I think. Yeah, Gurren Lagann is two seasons. I couldn't get into it. I oh, do Gurren's so good. I, I, I don't know. I tried watching it. I got to like the second or third episode. No, you gotta like, keep going. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep going, man. If you like Kill a Kill, you're gonna love Gurren. You're gonna love Gurren. I promise. Maybe you. I'll give it a second. I promise you, man. You, you, okay. Yeah. Now I've learned that Brady's an anime head. I love anime, man. Great. So do I. I have an anime. that you're an anime. I have an anime tattoo on me. It's under my shirt, but is that the one down here? No. It's the one right here from Busa Runkeen. I have never seen that tattoo. Yeah, that's my very first tattoo. I got it when I was uh, 18. Yeah. 10 years old and hasn't been touched. And it needs a, needs a touch-up bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's... Uh, my favorite is the, is the wrist. It's so cool. Which one? Just the, the wolf. The, uh, just the, the collective that Fenrir is the sleeve. Fenrir and Hugin. Yeah. Um, you know, because I'm Scandinavian. But yeah, fun fact, a little bit about me. Um. Yeah. But uh, 
Booster Rankine is the second series done by Nobuhiro Watsuki, who did uh, Rurouni Kenshin, or as... That's a great anime. As Western folks know it, Samurai X. I, I don't know any of that, yeah, but so. one of these days I'll get into anime. Welcome back to our Welcome anime, back to back to our anime <laughs> podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. We tangent you. <laughs> we tangent you into have, this you running brought joke. Back the like in the in the <laughs> intriguing tangent, and it's a good thing. Anyway, we are going to go ahead and 20 minutes into this episode get started on our questions. Yeah, um, <laughs> we haven't even talked about them yet. We'll yeah, go ahead and get fair. started, uh, Brady. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Steven. Um, who is your favorite character? <laughs> my bad. I should have gone to my original co-host. That's okay. Sorry, Brady. That's... Steven is in enforcing the hierarchy that doesn't exist. Look, look, man. I'm, I'm. The we, I don't we, care. we're giving you a seat on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of master. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Oh you have boy, to the rank of master. I'll cut you down. <laughs> Kill you in your sleep, like oh. play, like play. Sidious <laughs> did Plagueis. Oh my, okay, so let's see here. I am the... Wait, if you're trying to overthrow me, then that makes me, like, the master, right? No. No. Uh-huh. It doesn't work. Then there's doesn't no, you're not overthrowing any... No, I'm not trying to overthrow you. I'm just trying to get rid of you. Let, you're let... the apprentice that I was very disappointed in. And... So I'm Dooku. I'm just Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. No, I don't want to be Dooku. You don't want to be Christopher Lee. Yeah, Yeah, man. I'll take Christopher Lee... He holds a special place in my heart. No, yeah. valid. 100%. He plays two of the, like, I don't, he plays he two iconic villains. He knows 21 different languages. Oh, he's insane. And he's, he a, he's an actual, yep. he's a knight. He's he's a he's a knight. He's he, a knight, but not because it's like, the, in the way that Sir Ian McKellen is a knight. He's a knight because, like, he went to war. He, yeah, yes. like, like he was knighted for all that he did like, for Britain. Yeah, yeah, he, like, like was a, like, decorated soldier. It's because Britain. of his, if you watch the behind-the-scenes thing with Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson wanted Sa- Saruman to scream when Wormtongue stabs him in the back, and Christopher was like, no. Mm-hmm. When a man gets stabbed in the back, it's just a... <gasps> Because the air gets, gets rushed out of rushed him. out of you. Yeah, Christopher Lee was also a very uh, big fan of Tolkien books, mm-hmm. and he, oh yeah, no, I know. I mean, clearly he fluently spoke Sindarin, the made-up Elven language. Mm-hmm. He was also like he was one of the biggest like, uh, like councils mm-hmm. when making the the yeah. the Jackson trilogy, it, like. which makes me love Henry Cavill so much more because like he he like controlled the directing pace for The Witcher. Oh yeah. It's why people want him to be like. Yeah. He's also a huge nerd. He, he loves is. Warhammer. He plays Warhammer. He plays D anD. d He plays all the things. Mm-hmm. Like, I need I need a a D anD. d That's uh, Henry Cavill, Vin Diesel, and Joe Manganiello. Uh, Vin Diesel was on uh, One Shot for Critical Role. Yeah. Was he really? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a D&D celebrity. So was, so was uh, Terry Crews. So I yeah. don't think Terry Crews was real big d Terry Crews, not, he's not like a D&D guy, but he is the kind of guy that would be like, I'll play it. That was a Warcraft one shot, if I'm not mistaken. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Favorite character. Favorite Attack character. We're, we're tangenting a lot. We are. It's Sorry. okay. It's okay. We're back. I'm officially part of the podcast now, so and that's just... why we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going off road, boys. We gave, we gave him a hand on the steering wheel, and we are in a ditch. We are in a ditch, and we're climbing out. <laughs> we're, but we have control, though. Yeah, we have. Matters. We're just ramping in, yes. we're in and out of the ditch. We're, we're that 18-wheeler that wants to get off the highway but not use a ramp, so it gets, <laughs> it gets permanently stuck where the trailer is just like suspended. 
Oh Don't worry, we haven't caught fire yet, but that's coming. <laughs> it is. Brady, who is your favorite character in this movie? Do you really have to ask me that? Give me two seconds. I. We're gonna take a guess. What's well, not Anakin? Obi Wan. No. It's Django. Yes. It's Django. Thank you. Uh, it Clearly, you know, it's it's, you know, it's 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 literally Mandalore. I should have guessed that because you were like Mandalorian action. Yeah, dude. I love I, I love me some sweet. I forgot efficient Mandalorian action. I forgot Mandalor. I forgot. Ugh. The clones are all Mandalorians. No, well, yeah, technically not, but they could be. Uh, they as much Mandalorian as Boba is. Yeah, but Boba genetically ends up becoming Mandalore. Fun fact. Yeah. He actually helps in the in the comics and like post Empire, he ends up freeing Mandalore from Empire control and like gets their best scar stuff back and he ends up becoming Mandalore. And that's how he becomes a so why did true Book of Boba Fett just have him being a crime boss in and a, a nice crime size. boss? Well, he's a nice crime boss, but I think that's a part of what they're building into, especially okay. since uh Season three is confirmed to be on Mandalore. Right. Oh, of, of Mandalore. And we oh, did yeah. get we yeah. did get that one. Oh, you get a short scene oh. of the of the throne. Oh, oh no, of I was saying we got flyover? a short scene. I can't remember what it was from, but we got that one short scene of the siege of Mandalore. Yes, and we see the the K two S O droids mm-hmm. just like walking in the rubble, just like popping off anyone they think might still be alive. I think that, that was, was, was that not scene. in the trailer from. I feel like it was in the trailer for episode for season three. But uh, yeah, to but an, yeah. Well, to answer your question, my favorite character is uh, is Jango Fett. The at that time in the galaxy far, far away, he was actually Mandalore. He was the ruler of Mandalore. His helmet was the helmet of Mandalore, that, which is really just the helmet of whoever is. The ruler of Mandalore. Yeah. yeah. It's not a specific helmet. No. It's a lot of people think, but... Yeah, yeah. But it's it's like, it's Pat, like, that's your... Like, it's with the whole, uh... What is his name from KOTOR? Kendra Sordo? Yeah, yeah, because, like, that was a big thing, I know, from 2, is that, like, the, the helmet was buried, and they couldn't find their helmet. And, like, that's what, like, a big part of why they dispersed... In the old Republic era, yeah. found that out from the book that I read. But he yeah, he's pretty cool. Who Candor? No, Django. Django. Oh, I, I love I, Django. I'm so sad that we don't get more Django Fett. I'm upset that fucking Mace Windu one shotted him like that. I don't care if his jetpack that one out. I don't care if his jetpack got messed up by that. That wasn't a mud horn. What was that? It was um. That like red bull with the three horns. It gives you wings. wings. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, not even a not even a miss on that one. Um, actually, literally gave him wings. You guys missed that one. <laughs> we didn't miss it. We just took a while to get there. Yeah, it messed up his jetpack, and I, I still, I still, I still. It's like a Hayek or something like that. Yeah, Salma Hayek. No. no. Um, oh, I like this three dynamic. Now. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is what the podcast was always I, meant to be. Yes. Literally, so 
quick tangent. The first time we had you on as a guest, we both were like, if we ever made this a three person podcast, it would be Brady. Yep. And like every, every guest appearance since, since then has been like test running it. And then we were finally just like, yeah, we're going to make it happen. Like, yep. yeah. That's why when so I, good. when I texted you, I was like, Hey, uh, do you generally have Mondays off? We want to have you on more often. Cause we wanted to give you like the surprise moment, but, and you were like, yeah, yeah. Generally if it's at the same time, we're like, all right, because I was really sitting across from Steven at work, and I'm like, okay, cool, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell All right, yeah. That, that, dude, that makes me so happy because like we never actually got to my favorite character. We'll get there, but I, I just wanted to say that in, in that scene with Django Fed, you know, we we got him just just making an embarrassment of Obi Wan. Oh, he does. It, he embarrasses one v ones, like literally like Cad Bane level of one v one in a Jedi. But Cad Bane couldn't even best. Obi-Wan like that. Yeah, like he embarrasses, embarrasses Obi-Wan I remember like as that. a kid, like, I can't believe Obi-Wan's losing. Yeah. What? And it's like... And uh, then and then Mace Windu just like... Yeah. Cuts his head off. That's because it's Mace Windu. I don't care. Well, it's also... Purple lightsaber you or not. Have, his lightsaber literally says Bamf on it. I so. don't care. Grape, cu- grape flavored or not. You have... I mean, you got to think on Camino like... <laughs> and Jan- we're a cancel podcast. Like, Django is his... Django is in his environment. He is in his... Now, granted, it's not his, like, you know, home. But, like, this is, like, this is his space. He's... This is his area. Obi-Wan is coming to... Obi-Wan, it's, like... Can can we dial that back? Did you just say Django's environment was Kamino? Well, he's in his, like... At the time, it is his space. He does have permanent residence on Kamino. I would say he has a permanent residence, but nine, nine out of the, like, however many wars Django fought in, they were all in fields. Yeah, but it being a permanent resident, he'd have scoped I have, out I have all the to best let you places. Know, That's I, fair. I don't have like any information. Like when I say like I'm, I hate that we don't get more Django, it's because like in my head, Django is only an Attack of the Clones. I know there's no. more lore too. Yeah, him. there is. I just don't have it. Yeah. Uh, he was adopted by the previous Mandalore, Jaster Mareel, and he was a farm boy when he was picked up during a Mandalorian drop on another planet. They do that a lot, don't I, they? I yeah, need they more Mandalorian content. Take random content. children. Yep. Just like you're one of us now. I need Found more like, Mandalorian content, dude, fam- dude. It's a wealth of a wealth of money. I need. I need like class. Yeah. I need like Clone Wars era Mandalorian content. Now, I want to see more Old Republic Mandalorians. Yes, that's valid. Too. I would yeah. love Neo Mandalorians, dude. I yes, the Neo Mandalorians mm-hmm. are really cool. I would love to see a Clone Wars like animation style of. The Mandalorian Wars. I would love oh. to see that too. Then the hyperspace they would, wars. They would never do it, but man, it would be amazing. It would be amazing. It's like, a great hyperspace war because you yeah. can you could yeah. go right into into Revan with that. You could. They you could. could go right. Fans have been begging get, for Revan for oh, so long. If you did long. the Mandalorian Keanu Wars, Reeves. if you did the Mandalorian Wars, Keanu Reeves. Ugh. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Man. It depends on what. Uh, I, it, so the thing is, is like everyone it doesn't played. Age. He does look like him. everyone He's played. <laughs> everyone played Revan differently, right? Everyone chose a different. Like you have your, your like profile pick, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I chose the guy with like the long sweat back hair. So when I saw Keanu Reeves fan casted as as Revan, I was like, oh, that's perfect. But like the guy with the long sweat back hair is is how Revan is depicted in the uh, Star in Swoter, the yeah. MMO. Okay, is, never mind. That's like I chose that's, correctly. That's yeah. like his uh-huh. canonical hairstyle. Hairstyle and image yep. is about long. Yeah, yeah. Swept yeah. back, neck, 
neck length. Neck anyway, length. she did Man- oh, Mandalorian Wars to give you that like that background on Revan and Malik, man. And, and you, oh. you'd get to see the uh, mass gravity generator and everything that happens with that. And I know about that yeah. too because I'm a very Malik. extensive Mandalorian boy. Malik were five. Yeah. Which I was going to ask you earlier what you thought about. I'm going to check out for a little bit. What you thought about Malachor I'm just observing and Rebels. The planet? Yeah. Because to me, it's like, oh, they're repurposing Malachor, Malachor 5 and trying to f- fit like the old EU into their new canon to try and like you have encourage to remind me where Malachor base. was in Rebels. That was where uh, they, we meet Maul. We meet Maul. Kanan uh, Jarrus loses his eyesight. And, Sith Temple. And okay, where, yep, yep. And the Ahsoka yeah, yeah. Okay, Vader fight. I could see that. I could see them repurposing Malachor 5 for that. I, I do. Yeah. I do see that. I, I just... I, I don't know if I like that they're using the name. Although it does kind of make sense because Malachor 5 is the presence of the Sith Triumvirate's mm-hmm. training academy. So Malachor is a system... Is a Sith system. Is is a Sith system, or at least it was at one point. So it would make sense on Malachor One, which I'm assuming is Malachor, <laughs> would have the Sith Temple. Yeah, and it would have where you know they would train whatever they trained at the time, yeah. and it was a Force Nexus too. That's yeah. a big thing. Yeah, which is where the Treyas Academy was. It was built on a Force Nexus. Yeah, I feel like. The best kill. If we were to play a Star Wars RPG, which honestly, now that we have three people, uh, like they have tabletop role playing games. No, I know, but an an actual play of like a special run, like somebody DM and the other two play. Oh, oh, that would be wild. Anyway, I feel like uh, like Mandalorian would be like the most coveted class. In of course, like you would like. Like everyone who played the game would be like, I call Mandalorian. Everyone's just like, oh man, you were Mandalorian last time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it just it, it bothered me. It still bothers me that this man who is a, a decorated war veteran of f- being not just a bounty hunter, but I can guarantee you in his backstory lore, he has fought several Jedi. In the movie, he fought several Jedi and won. And won. And then lost. And then this <laughs> then guy lost. who uses Vapod is just like, oh, hi, you don't have a backpack anymore. Let me just cut your head off. It's so aggressive. That's like, why they have flamethrowers. <laughs> to be fair, he he did get trampled by a two-ton monster. I mean, yeah. I guess I'll give Mace Windu that one. but Like, this gotta has got to do a number on you. Yeah, I mean, we saw what it did to Din Djarin and Mandalorian and the Mudhorn just rams him all over the place. Yeah, And then Grogu's just like, I got it. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, oh. Yeah. We did a, a, I did a campaign, another tangent, another one. Uh, in? Where, in, in D&D. Oh, okay. uh, In specifically Pathfinder. And I ended up with a, an Echinoderm companion pet. Mm-hmm. And the DM was like, or the retina of the DM knew what it looked like, but the rest of the party was like, "What is it? What is an echinoderm?" I'm like, "It's like a woolly mammoth, like a or not a woolly, a, wool, a woolly rhino." And they're like, "What does that really look like?" And I just pulled up a picture of the mordhorn, and I'm just like that. And they're like, "Ah," and I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> so when I impaled that knoll over there, that's what it got impaled with, and they're just like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> 
uh, I have a I've got a beanie with the the mudhorn the mudhorn logo. logo. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Josiah, who's your favorite character? I also have the mudhorn on the. You do. Yeah. Uh, I did notice. Laptop. I noticed that when you first put it on because yeah. you came over to play D and D, and I was yeah. like, "Dude, what's up with the mudhorn?" And then I saw the five zero first. I get mudhorn. Like, mudhorn. I got five zero first. I think I, I might have another Star Wars one. They're talking about stickers no, on got, Josiah's got laptop. Two Star Wars ones on there. I had to give a little space for all my all my interests. Yeah, I got even Tom Segura. Who's your favorite there. character? My favorite character in this movie has to be Obi Wan. I of course I in like, everything it's this I think character. I'm, I I I didn't realize that my favorite character in Star Wars was Obi Wan until we started talking about all these movies and because like if I was thinking like favorite character overall I'm like oh I love Kit Fisto I love Qui Gon we're talking about like every single movie I'm like nah it's got to be Obi Wan I'm like no. oh my favorite character I think is pretty probably just Obi Wan just Obi Wan over time I mean, but like I just I love especially after we get. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, the show, mm-hmm. like Obi Wan's character has so much depth, like especially because like he's one of the only characters to be in all six of the movies, and uh-uh. four. He's not in five and six. Well, he's in six. He's in all. He's in all of them. Force Ghost doesn't count. It does. I, you know what I mean. He's not physically there. Well, you know what I mean. Well, the then Qui Gon's well, in all I of was them. He's there, man. That's a. Smosh reference. No one's influencing events. No, (laughs) he's making leaves float around on that one. Does not make screen appearances. You don't know that. (laughs) Liam Neeson's actually credited for appearing in every single Star Wars property ever, dating back before the Phantom Menace, which is weird because he wasn't Qui Gon yet. Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, no, I just love Obi Wan. Um, like in this movie, we get to see like him training Anakin and like. I hate that we didn't get more, like, I wish that he would have been trying to connect with Qui-Gon sooner, just so we could have gotten those scenes where he's like, I need help, Master, what do I do? Because, like, Anakin is just a handful, right? (sighs) And Obi-Wan is, like, you see, like, the strain that Anakin puts on him, but also, like, the love that Obi-Wan has Mm -hmm. for Anakin, and, like, they just have a great dynamic, and, yeah, I just love... Yeah, I love Obi-Wan. He's great. I will tell you that this is my favorite Obi-Wan out of all the all the movies. Like yeah, his performance I think that's this is my favorite. Yeah. Like you get to see his investigative work firsthand yeah. before yeah. Clone Wars. You get to see, you know, like when he goes to the diner and he sees what is his name? Yeah. Is this like Sid or something? Sid. And this is like this is a Kaminoan dog. Like Yeah, that guy was he was always super interesting to me. Yeah. It's just like You see him once like, or twice in Clone Wars, don't you? No no. I thought I saw. Him. I think you see him once. You in see Clone him Wars. once. In do Clone we see him Wars? once? In yeah, Clone Wars? I think you do. Yeah, you see him. But he's, he's the same Clone species as um, Poncrell. Poncrell. He just let himself go. <laughs> I mean, he he no. owns like a sixty styled space diner. What would you expect? Yeah. You're lucky it's not he's Chinese so cool. food. Because <laughs> all neo cyberpunk sci fi series have Chinese food everywhere. That's right. It's true. <laughs> in fact, uh, I'm craving ramen. Dang it. I, that's not Chinese, but no, I know. But you said Chinese, and then I was like noodles, noodles, and then I was like ramen, ramen. And I'm like, I don't know what takoyaki, and I just I can't. ramen is what we get after the podcast. Oh, really? We we used to get it like every week, yeah. and now we're broke, so we get it yeah. very rarely. I, I I would like to do that, but I'm also broke. So one of these days we'll we'll go get ramen. We'll do we'll do next week. So I get paid next week. Does that sound um, good? I can cover for you. I'm I'll take you up on that. Cool. 
Well, and I get paid enough. I can cover for you for like one meal. Whoa, boy! I'll I will definitely take you up on that. I love yeah. me some ramen. That's cool. Where do you Where do you go here in Denton? I don't go anywhere here <gasps> in Denton. They know where we live now, Josiah. Denton, Alabama. But uh, yeah, I'll pay for you. It's not a big deal. Um, just good times after we, you know, we spend. Oh yeah, several no, hours we definitely because we used to. The, the the old tradition was back when we were like recording consistently this yeah. was this was like all we did outside of work we'd literally like get home from work come do the podcast and go straight to ramen and it was like it was kind of like the behind the scenes and i was always like man we just like set up another mic and record like this like behind the like this is our like after yeah. okay our patreon whatever but it never we never actually did that but yeah we we end up talking like just sitting for like another hour just hanging out so yeah yeah, we'll we'll definitely get that going again. My my favorite character is probably gonna be controversial. You're both probably gonna be like, oh no, it's Padme. I was gonna facetiously say that earlier, but I didn't. I don't think you're using facetious correctly. I know, facetious. For Jesus, for Jesus, my favorite character is Jesus. It's Anakin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I told you. I'm I'm curious as to why. Honestly. I I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I like Anakin in this. Yes. Okay. So like in Revenge of the Sith, that's like his. That's peak. He Anakin. is now evil, right? That's his. Like I have now become evil. He's just so hard to watch. This it's the lines, but this is Jedi. This is Jedi right. Anakin. Yeah. Jedi. Yeah. But in, in Attack of the Clones, this is when we see his like him as a person. Yeah. descend into darkness yeah his overt i am now overtly evil is revenge of the sith and a lot of people will say like that's his like turning point no but it really isn't his turning point is when he massacres the sand people village yeah and it plagues right. him it, it does and i what i that's what i love about his character in this in this movie is because like with obi-wan it's a continuation of who he was Padme, it's a continuation of who she was. Anakin, Jar Jar, it's a deletion of who he was. <laughs> I said with the Clone Wars, but with Anakin, it is, it is like a total change. It's a shift. Like they took who he was as a child, optimistic, mm-hmm. lighthearted, hopeful, all that stuff, and he starts out like that in this movie, but he's plagued with his his forbidden love for Padme. Yeah. And then, and his like, his missing his mom. And those are the only like, two real character flaws that he has in light of what he's supposed to be. And then, because you do, you get to see like, the beginning of the movie, like, he, he, he jumps off the speeder or no, he gets the speeder and he's like, sorry, I had to find one I liked, which is a great like, kind of playful line and then jumps off the speeder and only one's like i hate when he does that yeah flying so is for droids you you immediately mm-hmm. you immediately get that even though this is like the second time the first time we've seen them on screen together them being hayden christensen and ewan mcgregor like yes. we like we you instantly you instantly feel that their relationship like they mm-hmm. do like I will trash on the writing for Star Wars all day long, but this movie does a really good job of you never question that Anakin and Obi Wan are very close 
and like they have a very close relationship and they are like genuinely good friends and they do like they like that relationship is built in and you don't have to work for it. it yeah, is just, I'll like, say right that the, there. while the acting in this movie is not great, especially the Anakin Padme scenes, yeah. the yeah. acting for the like the buddy buddy friendship of of Anakin and Obi Wan is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. like you because you ne- like just as you never doubt it, and it it feels natural. And I think it's because they were like almost instant friends. Yeah, in real life. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, that it's that chemistry it's you see chemistry that, that chemistry you see automatically it's like mm-hmm. it's like watching like you know hugh jackman and ryan reynolds act together it's like watching uh, i don't i don't think it's quite the same i, I don't think it, there's it's, i can't there's a better example name one it's it's tom holland and jacob Batalon in the spider-man movies it's no no it's better than that I mean, valid, but okay. Hold on a minute. I'm, I, I'm saying, I'm is, saying, I'm saying a, a two-person acting relationship that is so chemically good like this. Name one other pair that is like this. It's Dustin and Steve in Stranger Things. I haven't seen or that. Or Dustin and Eddie in Stranger Things. I would say Dustin and Steve more than Dustin and Eddie. That's only because we got no, Dustin and Eddie for half a season. We get Dustin and Steve for three seasons. and it's and uh it's amazing it's amazing okay. I, I still i've got to go to stuff you also have um but john and nancy i think this is named john they've got pretty good chemistry but uh, i never bought them as a couple i'm sorry and they dated they date in real life like currently and i never once bought them as a couple in the movie is john that is john the cop guy no, John is oh. the is the older brother of is that his name, one of John? the kids. I think it's John. It's Jonathan. They never Jonathan. call him John. They always call him Jonathan. But oh. I never once bought John and Nan- Jonathan I and Nancy. Either. It's Not, always been Steve. Well, that's because I like Steve as a character way more than I like Jonathan. Who, but who's Steve? Steve is the best one. The guy with the hair. <laughs> that the guy with the hair. Right. And In the, the first season, bat. he's like a bas- He's a like bas- star basketball player. Oh, okay. Your typical John um, is kind of rude and. He likes Nancy because she's the You don't you don't really see it as much in because I'm thinking like Lord of the there's Rings. A, there's a dude in there that uh, that's like a cop. Frodo and Samwise. I was gonna say that, but I don't think you get it quite as much. You as... and that's because Elijah Wood. I think you see it in Lord of the Rings. It's because Elijah Wood. It's in, in Lord, Lord of the Rings, the duo is uh, is Aragorn and Legolas. No, no, it is Gimli and yeah. Legolas. I mean, that's Gimli. valid. Fun fact, but you don't really Gimli see that come is the tallest the... cast member. Oh yeah, no, he's a he's a giant. He is. Yeah, and I love the so the cinema funny. trick that they did for that. They oh, just yeah. casted him in the back, mm-hmm. in the scenes, so like made him look shorter. Yep. But uh, no, it is Gimli and Legolas, and that is the only one you should ever say. That's valid. Close to that would be in Lord of the Rings specifically would have been uh, Merry and Pippin. Yeah. 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 Well, think about like. Aragorn and Legolas, there's an understood connection. It's because they're half related. But Gimli and Legolas is the one that you see that friendship develop, and then it becomes closer than like anything else. Yeah. But like Aragorn and Legolas, you 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 see that connection immediately, and it like you have that understood like they may not be like they know each other, and they 
in more of in less of a like bantering way and more of a they work well together especially like in battle like you see that camaraderie with them i I agree with the battle camaraderie but they actually didn't know each other prior to the fellowship Legolas did actually not know Aragorn. He just knew who he was. Because Elrond had harbored Aragorn. I said Aragorn because I've been reading Aragorn recently. Amazing book series. 17th time. We, when we used to work together, you tried to plug Aragorn. Dude, Aragorn is... The, I will plug Aragorn until the day I die. Yeah. That's an amazing book series, man. You know what book series I'll plug? Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time is good, too. The Amazon uh, copy of it is awful. Pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, they do a lot of injustices, just like the Rings you read of Power. The whole thing? No, I've read the first book. I'm, just the first book. Yeah, I've been starting it recently. Mm-hmm. So. so you still have ninety nine percent of the yeah, story I left do. to go. But but I've enjoyed what I've read so far. It's great. It's amazing. Um, but I don't he think he either did... of you would enjoy He Who Fights with Monsters nearly as much as I do. But it's my favorite. I mean, book if series. if I'll read a book, I love reading books. So I've got I've got the first four, I think, on digital co- or physical copy. Yeah, you can let me one. I'll read it. It was it was originally it was I actually started listening to it back in '84. No, that's when I started listening to Aragon. <laughs> no, I remember because you had you had talked you had told me about Audible, and Audible. I was like, I'll try Audible. Have and you... then I got on, and I was like, Huh, He Who Fights with Monsters, a lit RPG. I wonder what this is about. And it is it is my favorite. Yeah. I don't know if it's it is my favorite book series by far. It might be my favorite work of fiction. You you need to read Aragorn. Another and book series I'll plug all day is the Rift War Saga. I have not. So I've heard of it. I've not the, read it. It's amazing. The main character of He Fights with Monsters is my favorite fictional character in all of fiction. I guess since we're plugging books now, I'll plug uh, the the Legend of Driss series since I've oh, yeah, read yeah. like That's thirteen one. of them. Another one that you've plugged for me before. See, they're good, man. Ari Salvatore is an amazing writer. I like Ari Salvatore. He he has created such a love that he's the whole reason I love the Drow as a race now. Yeah, I love them because of him. He he puts so much. Yeah, love. Steven's a Drow fan too. Dritzed um, or Drizzit? It's Dritzed. Drizzit. It is Dritzed. Because when I was. Eight years old playing Baldur's Gate on the computer. No, I misread his name as Drizzit, so and it I never went say, away. It never oh. went away. So I said Drizzit Dorden. Drizzit. Oh. It's, Dr- it's Drist. And remember when Gwen- Gwenevar. Remember when oh, I miss Gwen- it's Gwenevar. It's Gwenevar. Uh, it's Gwenevar. <laughs> <laughs> quit this. Drizzit and oh. Gwenevar. Man, it's good. Those were the days. She's a uh, figurine of wondrous power. Yes. Anyway, turns into a black. Welcome panther, back to our D and D podcast, panther. where we're talking about the deep lore of D and D, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> um, um, no, but, so we've covered Jago Fett, Obi Wan, and or Anakin, and Anakin, the trifecta, the yeah, the the Trinity, the Triforce. No, no. What is the, What is the Triforce? It's a wisdom, courage, and power. Yeah, wisdom. Obi Wan is definitely wisdom. Anakin is definitely... He could be both. He could be both. But I think he has to be power so that Jango can be courage. Anakin does really seek power. He does, but I wouldn't say Jango is courageous. I wouldn't say he's powerful either. I mean, mean, he's he's a Mandalorian. He's not... I would say say courageous because he's a Mandalorian. (laughs) Brady's offended. I'm I'm sorry. What what race defended and hunted Jedi for thousands of years? The Huts. 
And Mandalorians. <laughs> the that's why they not have a, the image of strength. They are the not Duros. That's that's why you know they have a wrist-mounted flamethrower. Yeah, like and, and they have they have slugs <laughs> that they fired at Jedi, so the bullets would melt when they're blocked. Yeah, that actually happened to Obi Wan. Uh huh. Obi Wan attempted to block a ballistic round, and it turned into slag as it passed right through his blade, and he got several blobs of molten slag embedded in his shoulder uh-huh. and this one he's like I'm never trying that again yeah. when is this as another comic mm-hmm. yeah uh, Mandalorians were trained it's a Clone War comic yeah it's a Clone yeah. War comic yeah because he was fighting Death Watch quite a bit yeah with uh, stuff like that you also find that he almost quit the Jedi Order for Satine yep mm-hmm. oh I, I know that he was hardcore in love with her which is why I don't feel Clone Wars did a good job of encapsulating his reaction to Maul killing her. Yeah. Like, though I do think they did a great job killing her. Oh, I like, think they did a great job killing her. But The decision to kill Satine was a great imagine, decision. Imagine if Rey had been Obi-Wan's kid and she would have been Mandalorian because of her uh, Satine's descent. And like that would have been just a wild turn of events. It would have been, but I Obi-Wan's too... Me, me, and uh, my other group of friends. When when I talk to them about Star Wars, I always ask them. I was like, when you imagine a Jedi, what Jedi do you imagine as like the encompass of all that is a Jedi? And my mom says Luke, and I'm like, no, he force choked a Gamorrean in Episode Six. Um, <laughs> he did. He he force choked. He did He's not. Gray. He He's did not force sleep that Gamorrean. He that Gamorrean was choked he like choked three Gamorreans. Three Gamorreans. He used a dark side ability in episode six. Like but he also was not a fan of the old way of the Jedi. Oh, he wasn't. Yeah, I, and I then he get, until, uh, until 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 Boba Fett. Boba Fett when he's like, "Grogu, you must choose." Uh, it's like, no, Luke would never. No, he wouldn't. Ah, he wouldn't, especially oh. since he was. It, it, dude, and the uh, Mandalorian did Tython to service too. Dude, go, yeah, they did, and go play. Um, go play uh, Jedi Academy, mm-hmm. and you'll see what Luke was really about with oh, his yeah. new Jedi Order. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. All right, we've got to wrap it up. What, what was the point you were you were going to make? We don't have to wrap it up. We I just know. had to keep it moving. Wrap up this chunk what of it. What was I talking about before we started? Oh, Obi-Wan is the... Like quintessential. Is the quintessential Jedi. Yes. Like when I think of a Jedi, I think of somebody who embodies the, the Jedi code and, and upholds it and will always do good no matter what. I'd say a close second to him is um, Mace Windu. Because Mace Windu is very by the books. Yeah, he's, he's too by the books. He's, he's very the books. rules lawyery, in which I agree. But uh, Obi Wan did not catch. I think Qui Gon's maverick ways. I think right. second. I would put Kit Fisto or Plo Koon a second. Plo Koon, yeah, maybe Plo Koon. Plo Koon, not Kit Fisto. Kit, Kit Fisto's Fisto. up there, but I, I when I, I, yeah. I thought of Kit Fisto first just because of the Grievous's lair. I love but that. But then arc. Plo Koon, I, I, I think hmm. it's not really an arc; it's an episode. But but no, dude, I Plo, might even Plo Koon. I might even put not like Obi Wan because of his his exposure in the the franchise. But Plo Koon, Plo Koon's an amazing Jedi he master. He really is. And we talked about this in Revenge of the Sith and how he was yeah. done absolutely dirty. Done his relationship dirty. with Ahsoka is so great. Oh. His relationship with his clones. Oh yeah, he treated them as people. Oh, so good. 
not as a, a, an asset of war. There's a re- there's a reason the five hundred first. Stephen Hitt looks like and he the is just like are like the the most elite Nirvana here. Go ahead, Stephen. Quinlan Voss in Tales of the Jedi. Please, what if that Inquisitor is Kit Fisto? Good lord, no. The the was that a Sith like Force scream? He does this. He like exhales. Weird. And and I'm worried over here thinking the mic's gonna catch my stomach growling. It's a thing. It's okay. I get it. He swallows Um, air and then he like. It's that I, does that it is a it's a thing that i do not on purpose but then once i it happens i have to like do it on purpose to like get it all out so it's an I, air bubble yeah so i can go back it's to right here i get them too <laughs> yeah if you don't you'll throw up i'm not used to that but okay now i'm doing it okay we're here <laughs> we're clear. We're clear. okay what's the next question Steven? uh steven what is your favorite line in this oh, movie? This one was difficult for me. This is... It, it's definitely one of like the snarky quips from Kenobi. This is the movie of bad lines. It is, but like the I snarky quips... Sad. The snarky quips when, when he's like, uh, you know, Anakin's like, we came to rescue you, Master. And Obi-Wan just kind of looks at his chains and is like, Good job. Yeah. <laughs> like those kind of snarky quips that he's got like three or four of them in the movie yeah. and they're all great. Thanks. They're all really good humor. That just kind of they just they fit and I, Kenobi's. I really go watch this movie. Yeah. They I, just fit Kenobi's character and I love them. Yeah, I, I would, might just go watch the prequel trilogy with my sister. Nice. That would be I mean that sounds like a good bonding time. Oh, I I we watched the all of them. The first time around together, and now, and then she got hooked. She watched all of Clone Wars before I even had time to be like, "Wait for me to watch an episode with you." She just she watched all of Clone Wars, and I was like, "I'm so proud." Another <laughs> another fan. Oh yeah, it is one of my one of my like my greatest like nerd achievements is like adopting my sister into the Star Wars fandom. I got her a uh, for her birthday. Oh, there's George Lucas. Um, <laughs> I got for her birthday this year. I got her a shirt. Is he? Is he? Is he do you walk by or yeah? Pseudo George Lucas. I got a skinny. George I got her a shirt that's got. George it's got yeah, silhouettes go. of Dollar Anakin General. and Ahsoka, and it says, "My older brother taught me." Yeah, and it's that. It's like the quote from season seven where it's like an homage to their relationship, but also mm-hmm. like I taught her about Star Wars. It's like this really like cool little real sweet. Yeah, yeah. And now she's a huge Who's nerd. Your f- sister's What's favorite your- character. Favorite character oh, yeah, of oh. all time. Oh, um, she's a big fan of Kylo Ren. She hates. I, I already love your sister. She she hates Ray <laughs> as much as you guys do. Oh, good. No, granted, she good. so she she needs the guest on the podcast. So, so sequel <laughs> yeah. sequel trilogy was her introduction to Star Wars. I think actually it she went Force Awakens, Rogue One, and then Great movie. Last Jedi. Uh. And then Rise after of after Last Jedi, she watched like a couple of the movies. The older, but it ones. was after Rise of Skywalker that she really like, t- like went through everything. Uh, that that's such that should bring you such like hope because you know she started with oh yeah the worst no, because like she yeah she literally, she's like I love Kylo Ren and I hate Rey. So yeah. I never I never understood people who trashed on the prequels because I grew up with them. 
right? That was all I knew. And so I didn't understand people trashing on them. But when my sister, we watched Force Awakens, and my sister goes, who's Han Solo? I was oh. like, oh, you're going to learn today. <laughs> you're going to learn today. today. And then, yeah, that's when she, we went back, and I was like, you have to watch A New Hope. Because she wasn't allowed to watch the prequels at that point. I was like, you have to watch the original trilogy. Okay, this is quintessential Star Wars. It is. It is. And then eventually she's like, okay, now I can watch the prequel trilogy. After that, she got hooked on Clone Wars, and then she watched Rebels, Dude, Rebels and then she watched The Mandalorian. Have you finished Rebels? Oh, yeah. I finished okay. Rebels a long time you ago. You never called me and let me know you finished Rebels, I, and I was like, I thought we talked about it on the podcast. Did we? Was that when you finished it, or was it after you finished it? It was after I finished it, because nice. I finished it... Well, because we, we, we talked one uh, one afternoon, we... You were working at. You were still at eighty four at this point. Well, like oh, called you randomly, and we like talked for like an hour. So much has happened over the time now. Yeah, it's been a long time. Anyways, um, I think I did because we talked about it when I, because I was I finished it when we when we were still playing D anD D. I came over one day and I was now like, I remember. Yeah, I was like, I was, I, just, I was upset that day too. I was like, <laughs> the, the the wolves, the the loth wolves. Man. Yeah, I love those. Ugh. I love them. Rebels I've, been, is great. I've been waiting for a, a Star Wars Force sensitive dog for years, man. And it <laughs> uses Force ley lines to teleport. No, yeah, no. She's she's in. I can't. I don't know who her favorite character all time would be. I, it it might be Ahsoka. It's I don't Mara think she's. Jade. I don't think she's a huge good Ahsoka character. fan. Very good character. I know she does really like Kylo Ren. I know she does. Uh, she likes Poe. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. like Poe Dameron. Yeah. Poe Dameron was a wasted role on Oscar. Isaac. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I hadn't seen Oscar Isaac in a whole lot prior to that, but um, I watched Moon Knight, and oh. he's amazing in Moon Knight. Oscar, so I we were fan, we were fan casting. Really? Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. Are you a fan of Moon Knight? Nah, I never really was aware of the comic, but like as far as it's Marvel's Batman, yeah, I figured as much. It's literally Marvel's Batman. But like as far as the fist of Khonshu, as far as the show went, I was just unimpressed with the show. I so as an MCU fan who hasn't like read the comics, I've been a Marvel fan my whole life, but as an MCU fan. I think Moon Knight was amazing. I thought Moon Knight was really good. Ethan Hawke was an amazing choice for villain. Um, you just, you can't, when those two are on the screen together, it is insane. It's, it's intense. There's a lot of tension between them and them. And then even like, oh, I can't remember his, the girl's name. Oh, his wife. Yeah. Mark Spector's wife, yeah. specifically. That whole like... That that episode where they broke down, like when they went back and broke down, like what happened and mm-hmm. how he was created, like, oh, I loved Moon Knight. Like I unashamedly loved Moon Knight. I'm really sad that they shelved it after they re- revealed his third identity. I don't think it's fully shelved at this point. It's dead in the water till picked I mean, up. I mean, yeah, but like the Moon Knight character, I I have a feeling we'll see him with, uh, appear with Blade and. Um, Why Blade? Oh, he'll with, make he'll with, make appearances in other with Blade MCU properties, and but... uh, Black Knight as kind of like that darker, grittier side of the MCU. Black Knight. Um, Black Knight is I can't remember his name. Um, he's the wielder of. It's not Excalibur. His he, it's literally he's he's the Black Knight. He's a. Uh, 
the original one was like, I think it was Percival and the round table. Yeah, no. I'm and not... then he's like passed down. I can't remember his name. He's in Eternals, um, which was like his intro. Oh, I haven't seen Eternals. That's probably why. No, that's valid. I don't <laughs> hold that against you. I did see this like thing where they're saying, uh, I saw what looked like a black knight. Dane Whitman. Okay. Dane Whitman. Yeah, I haven't seen Eternals. Um, oh, he's the not, only he's reason not like I'm... Black Knight in Eternals. He's just like Dane Whitman is introduced as a character. Mm-hmm. And then you have a setup where Blade is like... Dane Whitman's about to take the Ebony Blade. Ebony Blade. The Ebony Blade. And Blade, you hear Mahershala Ali be like, I don't know if you're ready for that. And then it cuts. So we're going to see Blade and Dane Whitman together. I'm thinking in time with that like grittier I think side we'll of see blade and morbius before we'll see them three get together oh no blade is a is a marvel property not a sony property so morbius is a marvel property too morbius is a sony property but morbius is a marvel character yes but it's not an mcu they're separate right like spider-man the, the is... mcu and sony verse are separate this is this is my like main nerddom thing this is my so so let me let me let me pull myself back up. So the only thing Marvel doesn't have its property left of is Sony based rights, if I'm correct, because yes. Disney acquired 20th Fox. Century Fox. Yeah. So the only thing they makes, have left which makes the Xenomorph a Disney princess. <laughs> uh, oh my god. And the oh, first and the first Disney Queen. A Yes. A Anyway, um, oh. so, your favorite line. <sighs> yeah, we gotta get back so to Star Wars. Hard tangents. I'm sorry, guys. It's because it's I'm okay. on now. We're just we just <laughs> love talking. It's true. I may end up cutting some of these just for brevity. No, leave it on. You can per, make shorts. Per, per, yeah, I mean, personally, when I listen to podcasts, I like. I'll listen to the longer episodes because I like the realness of the exposure. No, one hundred percent valid. People. True. Yeah. Like yeah, like like I listen to uh, another podcast to get like my Warhammer lore for the universe. I listen to Lorehammer, and they have a lot of like banter and exchange yeah. between each other between like what armies they play, what guest characters, what army they play, and like yeah. then they like they'll you know rag on them because they decided to play Tau instead of we're we're tangenting about tangenting. Stop. <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> sorry, I no, just, it's fine. No, no, like we. Like we literally, like, we're, we're bringing you on as a, a member of the podcast yeah. because we enjoy like the way you drive the conversation. Just, That's why, like, I'm excited to get back to more of our roots of those more topical yeah, episodes where we yeah. can just kind of just actually talk about it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I not that I don't enjoy. I do enjoy this format for covering the films, yeah. just because it kind of gives us a, a. Oh, is this just for the films? I thought yeah. this was just going forward. No, this is for this is for films and properties. Thank Lord. This is yeah. for like this is for films when we're, and TV shows. And I think others. I may come up with different questions. Slightly different for yeah. TV shows. I think we talked about the, this last time. Clone Wars will be very weird with this format. Clone, well, Wars, Clone Wars. Clone Wars will definitely. We'll have a specific because Clone Wars will be a separate Series. release order. Yeah, I think yeah. we'll have to require a couple episodes too. Well, because it'll it'll be we'll covered in arcs. Per arc. Okay, it'll okay. be covered in arcs. Which there are forty five arcs. Yeah, I know, and uh, Disney Plus has not released them in actual order. They're right. in time of release, which bothers the heck out of me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you've always had to go to. You've you know, always had to that look up some... one site that has the chronological order. Yes. It's S. It's I think it's S two E one. That just needs to be the S three E one S three. 
for yeah, S one E one. And then it's like after you watch three or four episodes, then you go watch the animated movie, which is really just four episodes that have I been edited together. I, that'll be the first. This will be the first time I watch that. Actually, I've really, never, I've never seen that. That'll be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I've, I've never seen the the introduction of Ahsoka as a character. Dooku does some pretty evil things in that movie. Well, Dooku's evil, so... I mean, these are like... It's hard to watch. Who's it's also little... played by Christopher Lee. I like the character, not... Oh, yeah. Not the voice actor. Just... I was about to say, like, wait, what? No, 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 no. What? I like his current voice actor quite I a bit. I do, too. Oh, he, he... I think he's really good. He, he's, the, he's also the voice actor for Cad Bane. Are we talking about the new one for Tales? Or was it the it's same, the same Clone That's Lord. the same one. It's the same voice actor. It's the same voice actor. Oh, I looked that it up shows some weekend. talent because he, mm-hmm. he changes yeah. it and He does. Yeah. He yeah, does. He's the same voice actor. Oh. He's also Cad Bane. And he's the live actor for Cad Bane too. Is he oh, really? the live actor? I thought you meant the voice actor. The voice actor was the live actor. I didn't know that. Oh, oh yeah. They kept him. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought... Uh-huh. That's why they couldn't... Like, he looked... A little weird because they got like because they couldn't make him look exactly like mm-hmm. the character. Okay, right. and, and it's the voice actor, the live actor, it's Cad Bane. I appreciate Dooku. that so much. Oh, I know. This is why Dave Filoni and John Favreau do such a great job. But yeah, oh. the fact that oh, oh, I don't want to talk about how I hate that they killed Cad Bane at the end of the Book of Boba. He's not dead. He's not dead. I feel how like. How do you? So he has. He wasn't in the back to tank. He has. Should have been though. Okay. Should have been in the back so, to tank. Cad Bane has like a. Bubba wouldn't do that. He has a heart well, monitor he on does. his jacket, and when you see him lying <gasps> in the dirt at the very end, that heart monitor is still flashing. Okay. He is. You feel that's a little bit of reaching, though. No. No. So, so I'm I'm upset because like the way that they the character arc for Boba in that show was going, he was like becoming the like, he becoming this like kind of pseudo antihero good guy whole. Which is so weird for both. Anyway, anyway, but the way they set it up is like Cad Bane literally says, I knew you were a killer. And then Boba just proves him right. And it's like you had a perfect opportunity. There's a back to tank to be like, yeah, well, Cad would have killed him. Yeah. If, if Boba didn't kill him, Cad would have killed him. And, I really, and, 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 and Boba being the decorated battle person that he is like through his entire life of being raised by bounty hunters, you know, he's got an intimate relationship with Bosk. Um, yeah. He knew. Yeah. He knew if he didn't kill cat, cat would have killed him. He wasn't there. He wasn't part of the mission when Aura Singh died. Right. I need more cat. No. I need more no, cat. In live action. No, Bosk is still alive. Cause he's in, he should still be alive in the book of Boba Fett. He's I need yeah, boss. More yeah, we never see, we never see him die. No, Same no, no, with no. Dengar. Yeah, Dengar never dies. Um, there's a lot of Dengar never dies. Sounds like a punk band. Um, yeah, Boba, Boba Fett had to. That was that was not a choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at it. It's Cad Bane versus Boba Fett. Yeah, and and both of them knew that when they got there on that on that stretch is that one of them was not one of them was. I would have been okay if Cad killed. Leading. Boba. Me too. I would love to I see. I love Boba. He was done wrong and I think no this is this is my thing that um actually will shock you. I I hate Boba. No, yeah. But well, I hate child Boba. I don't Child Boba's just annoying. Compared to not comparing the book of Boba Fett, because that is a new Django did so much more than Boba in the one movie he got. Yeah. Then the entire eight seasons, you know, five if you don't count the sh- episodes, he wasn't in. Um, 
he blew up his dad's helmet in Clone Wars, which was very disrespectful to me. When when he used um, that Star Destroyer to bait Mace Windu, he used his uh, dad's helmet as a bomb. Oh, I thought that was just a random... Nope, that was Jango's helm. Well, not going to lie. If if you were going to set a trap and send a message with it so that the person you're killing knows exactly why they're dying, that's how you do it. Oh, it's good, <coughs> but I mean, it, it just, it's just disrespectful to one Jango and the, his Mandalor- like the yeah. Mandalorian way. Anyways, uh, Boba Fett doesn't do anything. He is very incompetent. Yes. And... Yeah. He, he's competent in Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. He's incompetent in basically everything else. Yeah, well, because like in in like classic Star Wars, he he's like regarded as like one of the greatest. He does. I love like, his armor. He's like regarded as like one of the greatest bounty hunters. He is the greatest bounty hunter. Yeah, he he's uh, not regarded. He is Kalo Nord. I mean, Kalo. That's a different a time better. era, but still, I mean, Nord might at the time at the time. At the time Boba Fett is regarded as the definitely. greatest bounty hunter of oh, all definitely. time, and he does absolutely nothing. He gets his sm- gets his gun cut off by Luke and gets smacked in the back by a man that falls off into the Sarlacc pit and dies. And he's blind. And he's bl- yeah, like yeah. No, you're you're totally right. Boba Fett completely incompetent, yeah. except for Empire Strikes Back, where he is very competent. Yeah. Uh, he just has a cool voice, says very little, and has straight to the point. Really cool armor. And it was really cool armor. But, like, and then there's comic book Boba Fett, who does all these cool things, like does yeah. a lightsaber duel with Darth Vader and oh wins. Oh, gosh. What's the comic book where... Like, yeah, yeah, and he has a son at some point who is a Jedi. I and, read it recently. Uh, What's the comic series where Boba... Or it's not Boba Fett, but it's um, The Three Huts. Are trying to get a particular artifact, and each one, they they decide to have a bet with each other, and so they each hire a a trio of bounty hunters, and they are after this mythical artifact, and you've got your trios. It's um, you've got like Bosk, Dengar, and some an IG88 you've got mm-hmm. uh Lando one of his friends and I think a Jawa and then you've got uh I can't remember the other three um it's the other the third trio is the little gand guy that was on Darth Vader star destroyer okay and the droid with the bug eyes that was standing next to him the black droid mm-hmm. can't remember his name why does he have never mind and then I don't remember who the third party of their trio was. And this is a mostly a Lando story. But Boba Fett ends up being part of the story. He's he's, he's bad. He's pretty cool. This yeah, moment. man. Yeah, we're they, never they, gonna get through this. Legends. <laughs> sorry, Legends. Boba Fett is is nothing. He's pretty awesome. He's a pretty cool guy. Like I mean, you know, they did they did a good job with the Sarlacc pit with him crawling out of it. And I mean, he. He blasted it from orbit, but in, in the comic, 
but I, I like. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, he, revenge. yeah, he 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 blasted it from orbit, and then this one I I kind of like what they did with with the book too. But I do too. I do like the the whole storyline with Sand People. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, the only problems I had with it were it was Mando season. It was 2. so 5. it yeah. was so small scale. It was. It but was not lo- done it well. Was, it was local. It was local. Well, it was yeah, too but, local. Well, well, it was it was because I'm okay with local, but it was so like they played up this final battle to be like so big, and then it's like 20 guys from the Pike Federation. When we know, we all know they have more than that. Well, yeah. I know, but like it's just it's so anticlimactic. Where like the big final battle is like 30 townspeople with guns against like the Pike. It was just—it was just really disappointing. And some it, it was really disappointing. It was disappointing. Um, that's another anime you need to watch. It's fully cooly. You said Vespa. She drives a. She drives a Vespa. Anyway, we um, we've got to keep going with these. Yeah. Finish your point, and we'll keep going. Uh, with these another questions. thing I hated about Book of Boba Fett is just how dumb everybody was in it. <sighs> You know, all the people were just Power like, Rangers were so stupid. <laughs> Dude, everybody, those Power Rangers, the Cyberpunk Power Rangers were stupid. They were too shiny Cyberpunk for Star Wars. Cyberpunk Power they Rangers. They were too shiny. They were too, they were too bright colored for Star Wars. They, was, they not weren't CG. They, they were not CG. They were practical effects and not good ones. They were too shiny Ugh. for Tatooine. If they were on Coruscant... In one of in one but of the upper levels, then, I, they I, would be the shiny. The guy that had like a head thing, and it's like you can obviously see it's just a piece of plastic on his head. It looks so bad. Well, it's just like how you can see uh, Chris Humbler's eye and Thor Ragnarok behind that really bad mesh net in front of his face. <laughs> yeah, you can see his eye in Thor Ragnarok. I can see who are not when I go like this. Okay. Anyways, it was what was a really good reference. What got that was a really good. It was. was I'll give you that one. You don't get a good. You don't get a lot of them, but that one was pretty good. Um, What bothers me most about Book of Boba Fett is how many people try to double cross Boba Fett. Yeah, there's a lot of double crossing. There's so much double crossing just within the, the like Tatooine civilian. Yeah. Like right. The mayor double crosses, mm-hmm. the secretary double crosses, mm-hmm. yeah. all three of the crime families well, it, double kinda, cross. Of, it like, kind of goes to show that like he is trying to do it the right way. I do well, say I like Fennec Shand. I love Fennec Shand. Fennec I love, Shand is really like cool. he's trying to he's trying to do the whole daimyo. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah he's trying to do it. He's trying to do it like with like a code of honor. Yeah, just, that's why it doesn't work because it's he's a crime lord. Yeah. Well, I think he's trying to be more of a like he's mayor than a crime lord. But he took over Jabba's. No, I know. That's the problem. Is like the one people out of everybody that double crossed Boba was that I expected to was the crime families. I expe- I expected that. Yeah, but, but not that was the mayor. So obvious. It was so obvious, but not the mayor and his secretary and everybody else. Like the mayor was like, oh, I'll say turn- I was disappointed with the uh, really. Sorry. I was disappointed with the Pike's practical live action design. They were not like the the Clone Wars Pikes. They're very, they're like tall and lanky. They're very tall. They're very lanky. They have very thin necks. And those then, guys were very baggy. They were like stubby. Yeah. They they did. They were not. They were humanoid in that they're bipedal. They mm-hmm. were they they're bipedal upright. Yeah. But in, in 
in uh, anyway, Boba Fett. They're we'll, just uh, humans with alien faces. We'll continue trash on Boba Fett when we cover it eventually. <laughs> but we do need to get on with... We've, we've only covered char- characters. What, what's my ta- favorite line? We haven't talked about lines yet. We talked about my lines. What Mine was your are line? The quippy, the quippy oh, ones. Oh, the quippy from Obi-Wan. Um, I really like... Um, I think it's kind of the quippy from Obi-Wan. Just like Obi-Wan interacting with Anakin. Um, like specifically, it's not my favorite moment, but like the speeder chase. I can't think of the line. But I'm pretty sure it's, I, I think it might just be when he jumps out of the speeder. He's like, I hate it when he does that. Because it kind of gives that like... In, yeah. in one line, you get so much backstory. Yeah. You get so much understood relationship in one line. That uh, it is a good line. So, um, are we classifying a line that's anything in the script? Basically. Verbally spoken. Verbally spoken would, be my, would be my definition. I, I was going to do the, the speeder noise. No, it's the... It's that like long echo. Yeah. Which speeder? The one in the very beginning. That like woo 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 woo. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a favorite line. That's valid. This one's. There's this one was lot. when I was thinking about this one. Like this one's gonna be rough for lines. Uh, yeah. This is this is the. Hey, what's your favorite worst line? <laughs> Every time Anakin says "master" in this movie. Oh. Oh God. Master, like it's so like. It's flat, and it's... Well, he has that, like, sem- Matt, Matt... It's, like, almost British. It's, like, kind of condescending in a way. It's just, like, I'm sorry, Master. Like, I didn't mean to take the cookie out of the cookie jar, Master. Meh. Like, it's just bad. Hayden Christensen... Yeah. It's not like Andrew re- Garfield. Like, Andrew Garfield was done wrong. They've both gotten similar treatment recently where, like, they've come back and kind of regained their respect for their characters. Andrew Garfield did nothing wrong. Exactly. He did nothing wrong. Exactly. Hayden Christensen was not a good actor. Not at the time, no. At, at that he's time. He's great now. He's good now, but he, he was not back then. No, 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 no. He's still not. He's not Ewan McGregor, but he's good. But he's he was he, back then he was bad. He was bad in Jumper, too. Yeah. Like, that was, that was, yeah. But like Ewan McGregor was like in Oscar-dominated movies him, back him then. Him and uh, Samuel Jackson were a jumper. No, yeah. there's another movie he was in where he was a, a patient that had to go undergo had to undergo surgery. But during the surgery, he was conscious. He was a uh, he and was in I a can't remember, and he appeared to be asleep, but he was not. And it was like an out of body kind of like, like surreal type he movie. Was, that sounds actually like a really good movie. He was in a Nicolas Cage movie. I want movie, to say it was a good um, movie, but I can't remember what it was called acting. Called The Outcast. Like it was two guys that were uh, they were in like Japan, like feudal Japan. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> like two Cage white movie? dudes in like With, he, in Nicolas Cage, and they were like so like soldiers that got uh like they were like it, I I don't remember most of it. I slept through a lot of it. It was so <laughs> so confusing. Everyone spoke with like straight up American accents. In Japan, but they were all but they were all like Japanese casted with American accents. That's so weird. It's so like they tried their hardest to be inclusive and then dropped the ball. Yeah, it's it's like prey. Prey was it a great was a great movie, but I don't understand why sixteen hundreds, you know, Native Americans speak perfect English and the Frenchmen only speak French. <laughs> yeah. It's sixteen hundreds. Anyway, anyway, 
Um, That's why they dubbed over it. Yeah. Any they, okay? So honorable mentions. Dub. Honorable mentions for lines. We have to shout out. Sand. I hate sand. I hate it's sand. Of course, gets everywhere. Even that wasn't too bad of a. Oh, I remember that one. What the tattoo? Oh, what's it from? Anything? Oh, it's Jormungandr from. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hey, there's a. Have you ever seen Seven Deadly Sins? Yes. It's yeah, the dragon sin Meliodas. Yeah. Yep. If I were to get a dragon, it's uh, referencing the Ouroboros snake, yeah. which is reminiscent of Jormungandr from. Norse Pegasus. Or we get a dragon tattoo. Probably American Dragon J. Claw. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh, here's a better question. Old animation or new animation? Because they did a studio switch halfway through the cartoon. Oh, no, I know. I I hated the switch. Yeah, I, I preferred old old animation. I hated the switch. Yep. I'm still waiting for Nickelodeon to hire the uh, artist for Danny Phantom. Because he said he 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 tweeted and said that he, for like a Danny Phantom like ten year anniversary, he drew the him and Sam, uh, Danny and Sam as adults, and he said that uh, if Nickelodeon would hire him, he would do a uh, sequel to Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom. Anyway, um, honorable mentions. Ball rearranged. <laughs> First woke up, he realized his snow white hair and glowing green eyes. It was uh, oh, Danny Phantom was great. Danny Phantom was great. Yeah, man, it was it was really good. One of my buddies got uh, like, uh, frosted tips, but he just instead of like frosted tips, he just did like the whole top half of his head is all like white. No, all just, like, Danny Phantom. You mean blonde? It's supposed to be white. <laughs> and this is your buddy. So you know, we yeah. got forty five minutes. Yeah, we Sorry. gotta we gotta. No, it's okay. Sorry. It's okay. No, don't apologize. You're um, driving conversation. I'm apologizing. If anything, I'll cut, like... Don't cut anything. If I were to put in the work, I would cut all of the yeah. not Star Wars into a we separate... We only have off. one more question. There's oh, we got two qu- more. We got two more. No, it's four questions. Well, it's character, line, moment, and how did it affect Star Wars, which no, we talked a little bit about you earlier. you sent me four questions. Character, line, moment, and how did it affect Star Wars? Yeah, and then we have the fifth four question. questions. We have the fifth question at the beginning, which is just like, what are your general oh, thoughts? Oh, general thoughts. Uh, General thoughts is an official question. I just always ask it at the beginning yeah. to kind of. That's why it's a fifth question. Anyway, um, favorite moments. I think mine's got to go with Django versus Obi Wan. Yeah, that's a great, that's a good one. That's a good fight. That too. entire scene is him great. with that uh that uh the cord, that yeah. nylon cord when he like ties him up. Yeah, even like the cinematography is really good mm-hmm. in that. Like it's not it's not campy like a lot of these early Star Wars movies mm-hmm. are. It's like. Like the the combat is it flows well, yep. and also Django's blasters. I think my favorite blaster sound in all of Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, he does have some really cool guns. Yeah, he does. I, I mean, they look lame. Rippers. They look lame as hell, but they they, they yeah they they're kind of cool. dinky looking. Yeah, and it's got the like big handles and this the long skinny long I tube. Like, I like Django's. I I think this. I think design wise, they're a little dinky. Um, they have a great sound. They have an amazing and sound. They've got a big punch. They do. My favorite blaster, however, is the Nabooian guard blaster, which is a heavy pistol. Yeah, it this, is this pretty awesome. Exquisite. It is cool, and it uses green rounds. This this is exquisite. It looks exquisite. Yeah, just I don't imagine. You know, a, it, I don't imagine it a Mandalorian. Kind of looks like a Luger. Yeah, it, well, all the Star Wars guns were 
used for old-fashioned models. Well, yeah, I know, but I don't think this was based off of Luger. Probably not. I mean, because Han's used... gun's based off uh, something similar to a Luger. Something similar. I wouldn't say exactly a Luger, no. but something similar to it. That is the second picture. Yeah, second picture there. That's is the Nabooian the... Royal Guard hand cannon. And that, that is, thing is awesome. That is a hand cannon with a scope, and it ha- comes with a 100-millimeter long paracord. Yeah, the 100 S. 100 millimeters, huh? Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna scale a building with your uh, yeah, hundred millimeters. <laughs> That's what it says, man. But uh, but it's it's a it's technically classified as a hand cannon, which nice. in, in Star Wars there's only blasters and heavy blasters, so it's like a it's because it uses green rounds, which is a deadly. Yeah, but do they arc in space? Is the real question. Maybe. That's probably I hope not. that's probably why they cost more space creds because you know they're a deadlier ammunition. But they they arc in no gravity. Don't we're not doing this. <laughs> we'll do this in the Sequel trilogy. We okay? will, along with bombs falling in space. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they were still in atmosphere. They retroactively had to say, well, they were magnetically propelled. No. Ew. No, they no, they fell. Oh, yeah, because she fell. Well, she to was land on in the, the ship. So were the bombs. So maybe they fell until they were out of the in, in, hey, out of the anti gravity. Favorite moment. Honorable oh, mention. now now <laughs> you're <laughs> draining in the tangents. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. I don't want to get on a Jane, tangent about is, sequels. That's valid. Mine is Obi Wan and Django. It's got to be honorable mention. No, that's my that's my my favorite that's moment. Favorite. I know, but you have an honorable mention. Um, honorable mention is gonna be is definitely gonna be. Uh, like Anakin and Obi Wan versus Dooku. It's the first time we see someone like uh, dual wield. Yeah, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and also like Yoda versus Dooku. We just really see Yoda go off. You don't. I also consider... really. I always loved uh, Dooku's Solar Sailor. Yeah, dude, Duke, the thing was that's sick. A cool, that's a cool ship. But yeah, um, also just like the 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 Genosian Arena mm-hmm. is a is a really cool. Um, scene just because it's the first time we see clones we see a ton of jedi it is like a massive battle yeah um also the jedi order has really fallen away because like if the jedi of old had a hundred or so jedi versus some geonosians with blasters they would have wiped the floor with them but they weren't blasters they were sonic weapons which lightsaber cannot deflect oh well i'm not a nerd enough to know these things anyway that that's the thing is the Genosians use sonic based weapons. Yeah. Except in Coder One, Blight Supers can deflect sonic blasts. That's because they had to categorize everything with a blaster. It's true. I I I mean it's why it ignores partial armor. Yeah. I mean even a man I mean Boba Fett can see completely behind himself he has a 360 degree view of himself but a sonic blaster will still kill him yep fun fact sonic weapons are pretty cool yeah welcome back to our sonic weapons podcast (laughs) look okay when you see a bug go that was really good that was was weird it's a weird noise man really good yeah it's a weird it's so accurate i love genosians man they're cool they Um, are cool they're really cool. I love the like language that they have. Oh, that the Gino, like that guttural, was, like that was yeah. one of my favorite. I used to be able to do it yeah. really well. I bet. I was when we really saw that Saw was not the best 
Come on, in, uh, I gotta hear it first, and then I'll, I'll in, try it. In that that arc in Rebels when I think it might have just just been one episode when they're 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 with Saul and like that last Gene Ocean with like the egg. No, it was a it was a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. it was like I two really, or three. Oh, yeah, that. yeah, where they go under and yeah. they find the queen. And the dude's just chilling with the egg, and Ezra's like fighting for him. Mm-hmm. And, that, and we really see Ezra's character really play out in that. And then yeah, we see Saul. Oh, yeah, Saul Rebels. is like one hundred percent the he is the opposite end of the spectrum of Palpatine, and like the good guys are somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Favorite moment, Stephen? There's a lot of good moments in this. It really, they really are. Bad lines, bad acting, great moments. Yeah. And probably when Padme yells "Look," and ruins the element of surprise. Yeah. It's not my favorite moment. Probably, it's probably the the Obi Wan, Jango fight. It might yeah. be the best moment in the tr- in the not trilogy in the, in the movie. Oh no! You know what? No, I'm lying. The best like singular moment is probably that first detonation of the Sonic. Oh, I will accept yeah. that. That I will it's, definitely. It's like it's like a bass drop. It yeah, is but so iconic. In a fight scene. It is so iconic. Because you're, so you're hearing good. the you're hearing the ships. You're yeah, hearing, you're hearing the slaves like large engine. Because it, it really like when you think about it, it's like they're in space, mm-hmm. so there's no sound. There should be no sound. But yeah. it's like we see that, and then whoa, 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 oh, you know, I've actually so thought about it, and it, it you could argue that you could hear the ships in space. Because as they leave, like their ion trails, mm-hmm. etc., as those ions bounce off the outer hull of your ship, it would have some vibration, and you would hear it would some sound. sort of quote-unquote background noise or like some you, white noise, and it's like that's the sound of other ships and their their ion wakes, etc. Um, my favorite moment in Attack of the Clones is when uh, they're going through that Genosian uh, super battle droid factory, yeah. and Anakin gets his lightsaber crushed by his hand getting like <laughs> smushed by that uh, that assembly. Foreshadowing right there. Yeah, <laughs> you know uh, that's yeah. actually how he got his mechanical me. arm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Just a super battle droid arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, um, that's a great one. It's a really good moment. Is just like he's on that conveyor belt. That whole conveyor belt. See, like. It's a little C-3PO campy. on the B1 battle droid no, body. Really. This is some of the best humor in that yeah. C3PO's lines during that entire sequence. <laughs> and yeah. like the the, the, the droids dip- making other droids. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> and then but like when his head is on the oh. battle droid and the battle droid's head is on his body and then R2's like dragging his head across the uh-huh. and he makes a joke. I can't make, I think he says, "Oh, this is a drag." Yeah, and then he's like, oh, I'm quite beside myself. Yeah. It's just like the visual pun. Yeah. Like when I was a little kid, it's, I loved it's it. It's pretty so, good. It's um, exactly the kind of humor that you would expect from C-3PO. Oh, yeah. And that is why I love Kit Fisto because when Kit Fisto, or when um, C-3PO, is, his head is on the battle drill, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, die, Republic dogs. And then he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And Kit <laughs> Fisto walks pushes. over and pushes him and then he grins. And it was the grin of Kit Fisto that just like, I love this Jedi. <laughs> yeah, Kit Fisto looks so weird live. He does. He mm-hmm. looks very strange. Um, he's. It's hard for them. You can. It's just. Oh my god. It reminds Ayala me of Ackbar. Secure was the. Hmm? That's valid. Just, just like the prosthetics. Yeah. Well, like, it, lo- it reminds me a lot of Ackbar, but they come from the same planet. They've proven so. that like they have a hard time Mon doing. Calamar. They have a hard time doing anyone with like head things. 
was like Ahsoka didn't look great in live action. Actually, she looked amazing in live action. She did. The only issue was her head tails were not long enough. She yes. was so short. They did but, the pattern right and everything. Yeah, but apparently the reason why her head tails were not long enough because it would it impeded her ability to move around. That's then fair. you then you fix that. You got those because, action scenes. Because like it's a whole part of her character that like they like or not that's part of the race that they grow mm-hmm. longer as you grow older. It's like the whole thing. That's why like yeah. old like. A Togruta. Togruta. I keep. Mm-hmm. I, I always try to say Tortuga, but it's it's switched around. To- uh, at least you don't call them Twi'leks. Yeah. No, Twi'leks are different. Ayala Secura is a Twi'lek. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, I mean, they look kind of similar. I used to think they were the same thing, but yeah. I'm smarter now. I wish. Debatable. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, favorite favorite moment is when Anakin gets his lightsaber smushed always... by the assembler. Honorable mention is definitely um, when. Uh, real close I had to decide this one it was hard for me to choose was when uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin are outside Padme's room and the bugs are in the room and they're uh, like yeah. and they're like do you feel that and they both decisive, decisively like they don't even say anything they just kick open the door and cut those bugs up man yeah the him Obi-Wan jumping through the window is a really cool moment yeah yeah man but like that's another thing with the chemistry between them it's just yeah. like they don't have to try it's just it's what they do yeah, but yeah, I know we had mentioned you had mentioned like when we when you said that Anakin was your favorite character, and you were like this, is like quintessential Anakin. I've always loved. Um, I wouldn't agree with quintessential, but it, well, it's definitely somebody it's, said it's, it's something you know, along those lines. I, I'm, I didn't say that. I'm misquoting it. You no, know, we are. were we were talking about Obi Wan as the quintessential. No, Jedi. Yes, yes, but you were talking about Anakin as your favorite in this movie because this is like his fall or whatever, and it's like yeah. this is your favorite Anakin. Someone at some point said this is their favorite Anakin. Yeah. Anyway, Anakin with the brown robes with the green lightsaber. Oh, this is my favorite Obi Wan. He he agreed with me. Just let me have it. <laughs> I'm just. I think you're getting mixed oh. up. Okay. I'm just trying to help continuity just, here. Okay. Um, Thank you. Continuity is important when it comes mm-hmm. to Star Wars, especially with as Star we've Wars. learned over the last five years. Anyway, and recently, Anakin with the brown robes and the green lightsaber is it's one of my favorite like quote unquote skins for Anakin. Um. I just I love green lightsabers. I know you do, and I don't think Anakin looks good with a green lightsaber. I love red ones. Well, because like he in, looks great so with in the, the so in so I grew up I playing like orange ones. And I haven't seen one of those on TV yet. In in saw a yellow one. So Shut in up. the original in the original <laughs> Lego Star Wars before the complete saga, the original Lego Star Wars, the one that's set in the prequel trilogy. Uh huh. I would all I would replay the Jedi like the the Battle of Geonosis just to be level. able to play as Anakin with a green lightsaber. The old school Lego uh, Lego Star oh. Wars was really good. I'll oh. agree with you on that. I played those quite a bit. But that was... first Lego Star Wars is it? It was was it not the first Lego game? Yes, it was. It. it was yeah, the it was. first Lego. It was game. the first Lego. Lego game. Star Wars was the very first Lego game. <laughs> yep, that's oh. where it all started. Was Lego Star Wars one? Um, and it was the prequel trilogy. It wasn't the original trilogy. Actually, I think at the time it was just episode one. It was one, two, two, three. Was it? It was all three. Okay. And because you could, uh, it was all three. Because um, the the first level of the third movie is the um, the ships like flying through the, I, I the battle that. over Coruscant. I just Coruscant. didn't remember if they released them in in singular titles. No, it was it was one. T- it was one. I vividly title. remember the Naboo level. Was oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, vivi- oh. I vividly remember that level. It's oh. um, but I'm I'm I have Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, the Lego game. I haven't got it yet. I'm. Is I've it played worth through, it? I st- so I started with the sequel trilogy, 
because I wanted to save the best for last. Mm-hmm. I started with sequel trilogy, then I'm gonna go original, then I'm gonna go prequel because so I literally Lego Star Wars was like one of my first introductions to video games. Yeah. I am terrified to play the prequel trilogy on Skywalker Saga because it's not the same levels. They revamped everything. And so I am terrified to go play through that. Have, have we covered Phantom Menace yet? We did two oh. or three weeks ago. Yeah. So Four. when so we were in talks to have you on for Reve- that's why we did Revenge last week and Attack this week because everything got pushed back and I was like, well, that's fair. We want to have like I told him it was Revenge. I don't want to switch it up on him last minute, so we'll record Revenge and then we'll just do Attack next week. And then we were like, well, he's gonna be permanent on the podcast. We we have to record Attack. And so there's going to be a disclaimer. All right. I'm going to have to record a disclaimer. We got 30 minutes. We still have to pack up. Um, we have we have 20 minutes before I wrap because I won't do longer than two hours on a recording. Well, yeah. But, but so, okay. we, have, we have discussed everyone's favorite moments. What do you think this movie has done for the franchise? I think we touched on it a little bit earlier. It gave us the Clone Wars. It gave us clones. It gave us the Clone Wars. Mm, well, we said that Attack... Because everyone wanted to see all the events and the war leading up to Well yeah, that but movie. this this like launch this like you the get start that of the you get that shot of the ending the shot of the clones. End, which is a great shot. And like oh, yeah. and Yoda says like the this is just beginning. Mm-hmm. Um but it also gives us like it gives us Mandalorians on screen. It gives us actual Mandalorians. Yeah, because on you screen. get you get Boba Fett, Boba but, Fett but was back awful. then he was just he was a bounty hunter. He was just a bounty hunter. But then yeah. you give us, you, you get Django, and you're really like, oh, this is a thing. Yeah. And yeah, because he's and he's more than a bounty. He's an assassin. Mm-hmm. He's a mercenary. He's a hired thug for money, and he's also a Mandalore. But yeah, it does give us Mandalorians. Yeah. Ah, Mandalorian. More completely a, than a, the original trilogy uh, did. But the Mandalorian. Oh uh, yeah. The Mandalorian is technically, I think, would be Dinjarin. Based on titles, or is it Grogu? It's not Grogu. I will slap you. Grogu's a Mandalorian. Grogu's gonna be Grogu. Grogu is a foundling that has not been accepted. Grogu implanted the dream that Kylo had that turned Luke, and it was all Grogu's plan to get back at Luke for forcing him to choose. (laughs) I really wanted him to show up with the lightsaber and And the the Beskar vest. Yeah, Yeah. I like the Beskar chainmail. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it's so great. I was not expecting it. I was expecting it to be like the full like plate. Plate. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't expecting the chain shirt. I I was I was impressed with the armor on that one. I'll give that one. Oh, the moment when he's like, "Oh, it's you," and then he like checks and he sees the the Beskar and he's like. Oh, you chose. Yeah. Oh, it was wholesome. It made me cry. I know. I think the thing that this movie did for the Star Wars franchise was be bad. It's the best thing it did. It because, is. Because, and the reason I say that's the best thing it did for this franchise is because it basically made the prequels a joke for a long time, mm-hmm. which is why Star Wars became so spoofable. Because if it had been, if it hadn't been bad the way it was. The prequels would have just been another Star Wars trilogy, and Star Wars as a franchise would have been taken seriously in the same way that, you know, like Star Trek is taken seriously, or Battlestar Galactica is. I, I don't ever take Star Trek seriously. Or, Heart, or yeah, Harry Potter is taken seriously. I think phasers like, are gay. You don't get. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm serious, man. You're good. 
you get you don't get like the level of spoofing with those franchises you yeah. that you do with Star Wars. I don't know, man. You know, William Shatner rolling under a door that he could walk under is pretty, you know, you know action man. Oh, I know. Yeah. But it's just because those shows took themselves seriously and the fans took them seriously. Uh, it's a it's different like, type it's of like spoof. This, like, yeah. So modern, modern Star Trek movies are action movies. Yeah. Modern Star Wars movies are Star Wars movies. Mm. And there is a difference. Modern Star Wars movies are... Non-existent. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. They they're not good. They're and they're not good Star Wars so either. Oh. Anyway, it is. We uh, we've discussed this in the parking lot. Anyways, uh, yeah, like we would not have Robot Chicken Star Wars. I was gonna say that specials. I, I'm not yeah. or I'm Family not, Guy specials. Yeah, we would have like those things. They do like uh, the occasional spoof of like Star Trek or Harry Potter or whatever. But they're one-off things. They're not like an entire episode just oh, yeah. dedicated to Star Wars. Yeah. I think Star Wars special is the first Robot Chicken special. Yeah. Like I was I was watching S1E1 and started from there and I was watching Robot Chicken and that's the first like yeah. special episode. Like every Star Wars special. will have like a dedicated tonight, special actually. to spoofing Star Wars. But they don't have dedicated specials to spoofing other properties. Yeah. But they do for Star Wars. And I think it's because this movie was prequel. so... Uh, it was such two. a joke and it was so memeable that it's well, just like, like hey like, we can rag on Star Wars this now this movie has like <laughs> it's defined great. like a generation of like Star Wars memes yeah like it it really has like like Star Wars is memeable be, it ha, it because of because like my generation because you guys look at like Robot Chicken and everything like I've grown up with like memes and all of that and the kind of my generation of like modern social media comedy like Star Wars is a huge hand of like memes, like modern memes in general. Like the amount of memes that are Star Wars in comparison to anything else is like a large amount. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Like Star Wars is a generally memed thing, not just within Star Wars fans just or sci-fi fans, but like everyone knows I hate sand because memes. Right. But yeah. not everyone knows what this means. He's doing the live long and prosper sign, by the way. And some people listening to this podcast won't know what that what live long and prosper it's, means. It's the Spock hand sign. And they some people won't, won't know what know that, that is. is. But, but yeah, if everyone you say if there's if literally you say a unlimited song on power the internet that's just like I hate sand. <laughs> it's <laughs> corn. No, I'm sorry. Um, seagulls. <laughs> seagulls. <laughs> Oh yeah, seagulls is oh seagulls. Bad lip reading Star Wars is good. It is amazing. Absolutely. Good. Uh, oh, I've seen seagulls. I that makes me cringe so bad. So you've got to so you've got to watch bad lip reading first. I've seen bad lip reading too. I just can't do it. <laughs> oh, I love it's so funny. It's I, when much. I was fourteen, I died watching bad lip reading. I died. Uh, anyway, how else has this movie impacted Star Wars? I don't know. Were you asking me, or is that just a general? Yeah, what do kind you think? General. Just a general question. I mean, I think it gave us the clones. Yeah. I think it gave rise to. I think I think this Attack of the Clones specifically was the rise of how politics played with Star Wars going forward. Yeah. I would agree. Because ever since then, like in not counting the non-existent. You know, sequel movies, politics has now been kind of a readable source in Star Wars. There's a lot of politics. 
and or rather i would say i think there's going to be much more politicking in andor yes i i than, think so too. i'm currently on episode five i'm all, uh, I think I'm on six or seven I've, I've been some i'm off tomorrow i'm gonna finish i'm gonna catch up tonight but uh it gave us Mandalorians. Yeah. And, you know. I think it also... I think I, I bring this up consistently, and I brought this up for Revenge, which is going to be weird when we release these. Hey, sorry, listeners. We recorded Revenge of the Sith before we recorded Attack of the Clones, just in case that makes any of our conversation, because we've mentioned it a couple I, of times. I've already anyway, had people ask me that today. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, what? Why? And I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> Because we didn't know we were going to have you on as a host yet. That's okay. My my favorite moment of episode one, by the way, is when Qui-Gon just stabs his lightsaber through the bulkhead. And just melts it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, oh, now's the two up <laughs> No, uh, what was I saying? Oh, it, it, it lightsaber fights. It, it's just like the progression of lightsaber fights. And you see it, like, in, in the first one, it is a... It, it feels more choreographed and in this one you start to kind of uh lean towards the like more natural more fluid and then it kind of is perfected in revenge of the sith i will say and i agree with that the lightsaber fights were taken from this and the big war at the end of the genosian arena i will say that i think the biggest thing that attack of the clones brought to star wars as a franchise not to its trilogy yeah is Ever since this movie, they have always prioritized world building. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Consistently. Yeah. Like, I, I literally just want to watch Clone Wars just for... Like Mustafar, for example. I won't lie. I'm starting to get the inkling to go rewatch Clone Wars. Just wait till we cover it. Like, and we're ready to cover it. Dude, like, I can watch it like, 20 times more again. Yeah, it's so good. That's fair. But, it's uh, the best Star like, Wars ever made. Going forward, every planet that we have never been to and never seen and have been to since this movie has been so fleshed out, mm-hmm. has had so much going on in it. And that goes past just the, just like the, the trilogy the media franchise. That goes into, like, you play Force Unleashed yes. and every planet you go to is... is like so do you play fallen order and yes. like you get to flesh out kashik more and like yes. yeah like, i love like kashyyyk. kotor Kot, which kotor, kotor was, was before what this. was before this kotor was oh four oh three well because this was oh three and they're about around the same time oh now. knights of the old republic yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what year was it released yes i think it was oh oh three oh four oh three oh four yeah july 15 oh three Hold on. Um, but ever since this movie came out, they have always made sure that where we go and what planet we visit, even if it's Tatooine, this is, a year is a year before it. It furthers my point even yeah. more. Yeah, oh, 100%. Every 100%. planet, every system we have gone to has always had so much going on, and it, is, it has not been just like, you know, it's just a planet with people in it. Yeah. Like, there's always been so much going on. There's so much life. Look at Obi-Wan in those first three episodes where he's on that planet. There's just so much going on, even in that spice den. Yeah. Like, we've never been there. But there's an underground, like, system to pave people to get out of the system. You know, with, uh, what's his face? I can't remember what his name was. The Middle Eastern guy. 
Yeah, I got it. Oh, uh, Kumail. Yeah, Kumail Nanjiani is his real life name. But you know what I mean? Like it's real life. Like, name. like you see, this this paved this paved world building for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. set a standard. I mean, yeah. even like you get to Rebels, and the entire show is is around yeah. the fall. Yeah, and yeah. even like even like it starts off with like oh, it's just this city, and by the end of it, it's the loath wolves and, and like the, the loath it's cats the, it's and the, the planet it is the planet itself is right. so oh you know it, it world building became it set a standard that needed to be either met or exceeded so i think so we've talked about like what makes star wars star wars i think world building is a piece of that world building is a massive is piece. a piece of like what gives yes, it what gives star it's, wars it's not the act of world building i would say no it's the world itself like yeah like, yeah for example that was our our unspoken episode that never got c3 c3po says in episode four that he is human cyborg relations and he can speak over six million different languages yep including ancient sith yep <laughs> but he won't yeah for whatever reason, he's programmed not to say. It. But you, but you know what I mean. Like there are six million languages in the galaxy. At least. At least six million, and that's Most not counting more. dead. It's, yeah, that's not counting dead. That's not counting uncharted. That's not counting. That's not counting the far outer rim or anything like that. So the, the, or, ga- the there's so much life in this galaxy besides blasters and lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Yep. I wonder if I any of those six great, million are in the Rishi maze. That's yeah. a great way to. That's a great way to end it. I, I loved episode two's world building. Like I, when you brought that up earlier out in the parking lot, I was like, holy cow, I hadn't seen episode two in a minute. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about that cantina scene. Yep. When, you know, yep. He's, oh, yeah. yep. everything, you know, the world in episode Just two. The crowd. The, it, it, that's the best part of that cantina street level scene mm-hmm. is just the random crowd walking around yeah because it made star wars feel lived in yes mm-hmm. it, it didn't make it it feel- made it feel like there was more people in the universe beyond just the main cast who have lines and actually do things important to the story that's, what's, that's something that's missing from the sequel trilogy yeah it doesn't feel lived in it doesn't yeah. it Jakku feels, doesn't feel it lived feels in. flat it feels flat yeah. the only part of Jakku that feels lived in mm-hmm. but the worlds are amazing plot. Uncar plot's the only part of Jakku that feels lived in. And even then, it doesn't feel lived mm-hmm. in. Yeah. It feels like a set. And part of that is because you know it's Simon Pegg having a cameo. Yep. Like the like the planets in in the sequels, I'll give them the planets are really nice. Oh, Crate is is visually stunning. But they don't they don't feel alive. Crate is salt. It is still visually It's stunning. not snow, guys. It's <laughs> salt, so it's not yeah. hot. And Force Awakens is not A New Hope, and Last Jedi is not but, Empire Strikes Back, and it's so... That, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'll say that this... Not Star Wars. That's what I'll say <laughs> that it brought to this... It brought to Star Wars is... Yeah, world building. It brought yeah. a standard. A standard, yeah. A standard that's to good. meet. I mean, that's like all Clone Wars is, just going to different just places. And going just to different places. That's the only reason planets. I know off the top of my head what Ryloth is, mm-hmm. is because it's a huge part of Clone Wars. Exactly. The Ryloth Rebellion. Yeah. You know? And then, like, Kashyyyk has had consistent world building since its inception. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, all the Force world. Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Jedi Fallen Order. KOTOR. Jedi Fallen Order. Uh... I mean that that like I can't remember what it's called. It's that like legendary bird. Yeah, I forgot Dude, that thing that. was so cool. It really was. It yeah. tore apart that gunship. 
It yeah. did. And it had a oh. nest, and it was like, it made it feel, and it was atop that great tree, the largest yeah, tree yeah, on Kashyyyk. Yeah. The Warsher tree? Yeah. Like, it, it just felt so alive. And, and like, episode two, if we didn't have episode two, you know, Naboo felt very desolate in episode one. It did. Until, until episode two, when they're like, they're in the restaurant. Exactly. In the, the, oh man. You see what I'm saying? Like, Nabu, thought, oh. Naboo felt when dead. they're on the, I have a new respect for Attack of transport. Yeah. Yeah. Going to Naboo, yeah. and they're just, they're posing as just mm-hmm. normies. Normal civilians, and there's all and those different groups of you people see in there. You Padme for the first time in unfancy clothes. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, that's just like, Kind of an ugly yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Portman is a bad actress, but um, I'll Sorry. I'll fight you on that one, Josiah. No, I I, I mean she's won Oscars, but it's fine. Um, I mean, you know, look at Leonardo DiCaprio. He's an amazing actor, and he's only won one. That's valid. I think he keeps trying to do things that aren't like Inception. He's great. He's not built for that role. Uh, Inception wasn't good because of him. That was because of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, valid, but like he he whoa, plays whoa, whoa. the crap. Hold on, he plays Don't the crap cra- on Joseph Levitt. No, I no. said he made the movie. He oh, so, okay. but yeah, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio plays the crap out of his role, but he's it's a, still it. Dude, he he does DiCaprio play the, in Django Unchained. Amazing, mm-hmm. that, see, that's fantastic. He is a he's a character actor. I love that impulse scene where he cracks that glass. And I will rubs say, his I think blood he, all over her face. I would say that's going over the line. He didn't break character. No, but rubbing, making the decision to rub his blood on her face, yeah, I think is going over the line. That's like, that's some serious crossing of personal boundaries. I, I, I agree with that, but Tarantino's sick, so he, he... He, yeah, Tarantino will let anything go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, he did phenomenal mm-hmm. in that movie. John so the thing is that he is, he is an am- amazing actor. He just like, he just, he's not... He's not what he tries to be in a lot of the movies that I see him in nowadays. Like Inception is kind of the big one where like there's like a there's a chase scene where he's like running through like the city like trying to get away from these guys. Yeah. It's like this doesn't look right. It um, just doesn't feel right with Leonardo DiCaprio. Amazing actor, he's not doing this well. I I don't know. I think I I think Leonardo DiCaprio is a phenomenal actor. Oh, one hundred percent. I think he should have won one a lot earlier than The Revenant. Um, I've never seen The Revenant. And neither have I. But he won it for that bear scene specifically. I don't know. Yeah, he won his first Oscar was because he, or his Golden Globe or whatever. It was an Oscar. Yeah, he won it because of the bear scene in The Revenant. And meanwhile, Nicolas Cage has like three, and he plays the same damn thing in every movie. <laughs> he oh played himself gosh. in a Nicolas blockbuster Cage's film. best moment is in Ghost Rider 2. Oh, oh man. When he God. shoves a cell phone in some thug's mouth and says, you've been a bad man. <laughs> it's just like, it's like peak cage. And it's fantastic. Dude, like, he's so bad. The, the Like, the, the last time I remember having a memorable moment with Nicolas Cage is just him in uh, Face Off, man. It's, it's so, so good mine is, Face Off. I think... Spider-Man. Or Family Man. I so, like him Spider-Man family. Noir in... Uh, into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I haven't seen that. You haven't oh. seen Into the Spider-Verse? The animation is weird. I liked it. It's revolution. Oh. The animation is weird. It's I not revolutionary. It. The I, animation. I thought the animation was... It, it, it was it's jarring. It's very it jarring. was. That's valid. That is but valid. Once you watch like the first 15 or so minutes... Where can you I watch it on? Uh, I own it on I Apple can't, TV. I don't, I so don't we have can an watch Apple it sometime. Product. 
Oh. We can watch it sometime. I don't know. It was good. I'm surprised it's not on Disney Plus since they have every other Spider Man. Well, they don't. They, they don't. don't. They have they, all the Spider Man movies. They don't. No, they don't. Because yeah, they, they don't own them. They yeah, don't. they're Sony. They, they 100% don't. I do promise you. They don't. I looked. I tried looking for them this weekend. Really? Yeah. I could have sworn they were on there. Nope. They're not. They're not. They should be, but they're not. Because Spider Man is a Sony property that gets licensed to Disney. Yeah. So when it comes to the streaming services, Disney. They have the license to create Spider-Man movies and to have Spider-Man yeah, as a character, but they do not have the license to I put really, to put him on the stream. But I haven't seen it. Um, it's quintessential. I it don't really know is. about that. I don't know about that either. Uh, you I know, wouldn't say I, it's quintessential. I think a quintessential, you know, animated film would definitely be Akira. Oh, Val. Yeah. So I'm thinking like Totoro. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Totoro, Totoro's good. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, I may be bringing it up. So I might be getting. Hold on, hold on. Costume. We gotta, we gotta okay. wrap this. We gotta wrap this. So we can talk about this after. Um, gentlemen, final thoughts for Attack of the Clones. I, I personally have a new respect for it after me, our me conversation too, about actually. world building. Uh, me too. After uh, bringing these points up, yeah, I, I, I've never. This is why you're on the podcast, right? <laughs> what time is it? Not just make. You're literally making Star Wars better. So seven o'clock in LA. Yeah. I gotta call my sister. I gotta wish my niece a happy birthday. Give it, give it five, six. Anyway, um, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna be all the time we have for today. Um, it's been a blast. Uh, one more time, welcome Brady, our new co-host to the podcast. Uh, you will be seeing him hopefully every single episode from here on out. Uh, he's gonna be a staple from here on out. That's all we have for this week. <laughs> You can reach us with questions, comments, and or concerns at our email, um, at, nope, our email, a2ta.humancyborgrelations at gmail.com. It's a great email. Um, it's just I, I think really it is long. A2ta, one, one day when we're an official, like, real podcast, where is our mascot. Yeah, it's, he, it's a droid. Our, our initials turned out to be a droid name. always two, there are a2ta, droid name. Anyway, um, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got for this week. Uh, Josiah here with my co-hosts Stephen and Brady and we will see you next time bye guys adios no adios it's my thing adios adios guys adios